Again, at In Your Head Wrestling Radio, a brand new year, 2020. And I am still the internet icon, the pride of the pilgrims, handsome Jackie Positive. Along with my right-hand man, my audio soulmate, and the enforcer of the Hittyverse. One-inch biceps, the power goat. Ah, 2020 is the year of one inch biceps and i'm here to tell all the wrestling marks out there that i'm still your king the king of all the marks yes sir the boss baby you know, I've been hearing a lot lately. People really uh, like the old uh, still not a werewolf. I hadn't heard anyone mention that in a while. So I mm-hmm. might bring that back in 2020. Still not a werewolf. Mm, well, it still holds true. Mm-hmm. As far as you know. As far as I know. Yes. Oops. I just closed the chat on accident. What a bitch. So apparently <laughs> Facebook is just like, no, this chat is against. Our, our community standards mm-hmm. Is there like naughtiness going on In the chat when I'm not around I haven't been around for a while You guys just been having like like Cyber sex orgies in the chat or something No I don't recall doing that No, no I don't think so You don't think so and you don't recall that To me that like <laughs> if you it. were in a court It'd be like well this guy's lying Mm-hmm 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 do you think Lars Sullivan uh, recalls or remembers I don't know. <laughs> doing his uh, little video that he has out? Now, this happens all the time where it's, w- when there is someone who's like super anti-gay, like to the point like you just like, why is it, you know, because I think the normal person, even if they're against gay uh, 
marriage, you know, for religious reasons, whatever. At most people at the end of the day don't really care, you know what I mean, if two people are gay. But mm. when these people that are like super anti gay, like the different politicians or uh, like religious people, and I don't, and that's not saying that all religious people are anti gay, but you know, someone who really is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It almost always eventually comes out that they themselves are gay. You know, they've always caught gay, having gay sex. There's got to be something to that. If you're so anytime someone's super anti-gay, like someone like Robbie Scar, I just assume that they're, they're either fantasizing about, you know, blowing dudes or they really are just cornholing guys somewhere. Mm -hmm. Seems like this happens all the time. Every time. Well, the first I learned of the news about Lars Sullivan being in a gay film Mm -hmm. was by President Clinton. I was like, what the hell happened? He was like, poor Lars. <laughs> I guess he was feeling bad for him. But and then I was like, what happened? And then he just said it. And I was just like, oh my God, what is yeah. it with this guy? This guy's just strange. Like, because yeah, I knew about the comments, how yeah. he's being all racist. And I wasn't real aware of the homophobic comments, but then that comes out. I'm just like, well, he's even stranger now. Right. And he's having all these panic attacks. He can't do like his first appearance on Raw and all that. And then do you I think don't know. this was this the is... cause of it? Do you think he was worried? He's like, what if John Cena, you know, finds out that you know Billy Boy was blowing me? What's he gonna think? <laughs> is that the man's name? And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did he really come in? And he was like, my name is Billy Boy. <laughs> I have not watched the film. I have no desire to watch this one. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish I could take the stance where it's like, it's a childhood hero of mine, but I can't do that with Lars. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I would be wondering about you if you were telling me Lars Sullivan was your childhood hero. <laughs> but Oh my I will God. say I I because of this show, much like why I watch Raw, I watched some of this video out of curiosity. I did not watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I assume, you know, once things start going down, I assume, you know, where it goes from there, I don't need to see that. But uh, <laughs> you don't yeah, that was the stop. The right. It's return. Like, yeah, I was just like, okay. You know, I understand I get what's going on from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know what happens from this point on. Right. But he uses the name Mitch. He's Mitch. Yeah. Mitch. And what I found even more gay than just like him getting a blowjob from a dude is that he's just like mouth kissing the man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, I just like, okay, let's say you, you're, you're hard up, you need some money. And you're like, well, we'll give you so much money. You, this guy blows you. And you're like, wait a minute. It was like, well, he's just going to blow you. You're not going to blow him, whatever. Like, I'm not saying I'd do it, but I'm just saying, like, I could possibly see someone say, all right. But when they just start, you know, making out, I'm like, well, that's really gay. I don't, you know, that's not something like, uh, even just for some money, just to start mouth kissing the dude. Kind of looks like he was just into it. I think. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. I mean, like prostitutes, like won't kiss, like they'll they'll bang you and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have so, you done? Have you had experience with a prostitute, Jack? No, well, I, I just seen that in movies that they they always say <laughs> that. Maybe it's just a myth, though. I don't know. What, the HBO so. series or something. 
Uh, just like any time there's a movie, like and there's a prostitute, they, that's one of their rules is like they don't want to kiss. I think Pretty Woman, uh, she kissed older yeah, years. That's, that's, that's a very realistic portrayal. <laughs> no, that is that is exactly how prostitution works. Is Pretty Woman? Mm-hmm. Just watch that. That's exactly what you'll be getting when you go out and look for prostitutes. A woman who looks just like Julia Roberts mm-hmm. and a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. 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 That's the thing is, uh, all prost, almost all prostitutes in movies always have a heart of gold. Yep, yep. <laughs> They're not like you know up to any shady business whatsoever. No, hard. I'm not saying all prostitutes are bad, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know if if all of them are you know have a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. This is a thing I've noticed around uh, younger people. Because I have more, ex- this sounds weird, but I've had more experience around younger people. I don't mean like kids, but I mean like people in their 20s. And a big thing is everyone's always like really like pro uh, prostitution and, and like cam. Like I hear this thing. They always tell me they're like, uh, you know, uh, sex work is work. And it's like, it's not that I don't think some, a prostitute or a cam girl is a human being. I'm not saying that. But I don't think it's something you should strive for or be like you're really proud of. It's like, man, I, you know, I blow dudes, you know, in the street for money. I should be proud. I don't think that's something you should be proud of. Mm-hmm. I think that should be something you want to work your way out of. And like, I don't think you want to be like a, a woman or, or a kid, a boy, a man, whatever, and grow up and think, you know, someday I'm going to, you know, you know, take it up the ass for money. It doesn't, yeah. it, I don't really think that should be. I, I get the idea, like sex work. I'm not saying that they're not human, and you, you should debase them and stuff. But I don't think it should be something like you should really be proud of. But I've noticed with younger people, it it, it it's a it's a different world out there in sure. Out in LA, there's a different world, and younger people, it's a different world. Mm-hmm. I'll say this, Andrew. I've I've never I joke on the show, you know, being manly stuff. I never really consider myself like this really like manly dude. Not that I'm like effeminate or anything, but I don't think like I'm the modern day John Wayne or something. But mm-hmm. being in LA around around and uh, no knock on them, very nice people. I really didn't have any any negative experience with anybody, but it really made me feel like more masculine than I ever have. I'm like, God damn, look at all these other men. I I'm a fuck I'm the fucking man among men. Hmm. The man among men. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's not a knock. It maybe comes off like a knock on, on dudes, but it's just a different world out there, ain't sure. Yeah, I've never been to L.A., so I'll just have to take your word for it, my man. Hollywood. A lot of poop in Hollywood. A lot of poop in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. At first, I just thought my friend Mike had just had like this weird obsession with like poop. He was like, mm-hmm. watch out for poops. Watch out for everywhere. I was like, do we really need to look for poop when walking down like steps, like to your car? Do we really need to walk, walk you know, everywhere? Poop, poop, poop. And then uh, after a couple days in, in LA, in Hollywood, well, Hollywood especially, I realized, nope, you do. You have to be on the outlook for poop. Everywhere poop. And I assume a lot of it's dog, but I, not all of it. I think there's a lot of uh, human feces around. So if you're oh in Hollywood Boulevard, ensure you get a look around. Lots of poop everywhere. Huh? Even. No, I never, I never took this into consideration that you may 
walk into a big pile of poop. Yeah, while it's you're everywhere. Walking the streets. See it poop everywhere. Did you ever like catch like the, uh, a fresh one and and realize one inch biceps was right when he mentioned that human no. beast? It's quite possibly the worst smelling thing no. you could so, ever con- something get in contact I, with. Something I picked up on my, you know, traveling in cities, big cities, mm-hmm. is you don't want to look up because people know then you're a tourist. And then they'll hit you up for money or like to go on tours and a bunch of bullshit. But in Hollywood, you also don't want to look down because then they also think you're a tourist because you're reading all the star, the Hollywood stars. So you got to just look forward. But I thought you got to look for poop. Yeah, so it's hard. You got to look forward, but still like, you know, kind of like peripheral vision to watch out for the poop or else you're just accosted everywhere. Like go on this Hollywood tour, uh, become a Scientologist. Uh, big sales here. Buy your Hollywood. Tea. It's just everywhere. People trying to sell you something. Give me mm-hmm. money. So mm-hmm. you just got, you got to keep your eyes forward in Hollywood. Don't look up or down. Just look forward, and then they don't bother you. Honestly, if I found. I see. I see. Yeah. Hmm. Now, have you ever walked into your uh, while you're out in your walks? It's changing topics a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know the bathroom that you said you're the, the creepy bathroom that you would would go into, right? Right? Yeah, I was well, there just the other day. Uh huh. Uh huh. Is it open again? No, but I noticed the window was broken, and this is in not like a hardcore town. And I, I was peeping in through the broken window, and people like spray. So I assume kids broke in, and this was when I was away. It's probably because I wasn't walking around protecting the place. <laughs> Like spray paint. You, you peek it in the window now? Well, it was broken. It was, they broke the window, so I was looking in through the window. <laughs> what, what did, you, did you expect to see Lars Sullivan like looking, looking back at you? I didn't know what never to expect. Seen a freak like me. I didn't know what to expect, but I saw like rappers, like, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, candy wrappers. Not like there wasn't like drugs later, but uh, and they like spray painted the walls. I was like, man, there's some, there's some punks here in, in in my town. I wouldn't have guessed that. So that's how they got their kicks was to break in and spray paint the walls. I guess that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I was I wasn't around. <laughs> they were they're like, you like, know, Bill's not around protecting this this area. Now we're just I, gonna let. I doubt they had very good ventilation, and they're like using spray cans and doors like that. I mean. And then they're all high up on the candy. Oh, my goodness. That could have been a, a lethal combination. True. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. So we are going to do the headies tonight. Excellent. But I you know, want to catch up a little bit here. I didn't just walk around, look for poop. I had a good time in L.A. I filmed uh, my first feature film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, went very well. I can't really talk a lot about it, but I had a very good time. You want to know about it? You just ask me. I'll tell you everything. There you go. I'll get all the scoops when we get off the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is uh, a good cast of people. My role was expanded because they liked the they liked the way I performed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, here's a, just a little scoop here. I can't really go into detail about the movie itself because it's, it's secret. But so. Um, Pretty much all female cast besides uh, me and uh, one other character. The uh, 
So I, my first scene that I'm in is with uh, these three other girls. And so like the, they asked me to, if I wanted to run lines with them. And so at, at this point in time, no one had heard the voice I was going to use for, for, for backwards, Bob, the, there's a Facebook fan page. They can go and like that. And so I start doing the voice and immediately everyone starts just losing it, like just dying, which made me feel very good. And so, so I did my, my, uh, my scene and then we uh, slowly started to add more scenes because he was, uh, I would just be backwards, Bob in the, in the cabin and uh, people really enjoyed the character. So the, the character has uh, been given more screen time than was in the script. And uh, most of my lines are uh, improv ad libbed, which I'm happy. I'm, I'm proud of. But yeah. uh, all around good time. Everyone was very nice. Uh, so it was 10 of us, I think. Uh, we rented a cabin in uh, the mountains. So we were all together filming a movie. We ate together, slept together, like you know, and then you know what I'm saying, sleeping in the cabin. Uh, so we're all around <laughs> each other for a long uh, period of time. It's a good time. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, here I, I was, it's like twenty and thirty degrees where I live. I think I'm going to LA. I'm gonna be nice and warm, and then we go up the mountains, and it's like twenty degrees. I was like, fuck. Just reason. like home. Exactly. And uh, I slept in the basement. Me, uh, Michael, Sophia, we slept in the basement since we're the producers. We let the the talent sleep in the bed. Well, I did have actually have a bedroom, by the way. But So it was freezing down there. Uh, there was like three levels of the cabin. The basement was freezing. The middle was nice. And then the, the, the uh, top was just like a thousand degrees. I guess all the heat rose up to the top. Hmm. Doesn't sound like they uh, insulate it very well. Probably not, but it's nice. Good times. Movie will be out sometime this year, and I'm uh, filming my second feature here coming up in February. Hollywood Jackie Jones. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Is it with the same director, or is it just... Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Great. That one actually has a Facebook page, The Once and Future Smash. Um, I'm a co-creator, uh, co-producer, and I will also be in it. Oh, excellent. Along with, uh, Bill Whedon of Sergeant Kabuki Man, uh, a cult classic film from Troma, and Michael St. Michael's The Greasy Strangler himself. It's very exciting. All right, intro, let's get to the headies. What do you say? Okie dokie. I wa- well, before we get to that, I was um, recognized one time. Well, I'd say Elaine came out. Elaine from the Headyverse came out and met me. That was nice. Um, I was uh, I was recognized one time for the podcast, and that was at the Museum of Mur- Museum of Death. And mm-hmm. the guy was like, "Oh yeah, you're from Without Your Head." I remember when you had, you played Charles Manson music on your podcast. And I was so I don't know if I should be proud or if I should just wonder what I've been doing with my life if this is what I'm known for for, for my connection to Charles Manson. Interesting. Yes. Museum of Death, good place. Huh. 
All right, Inch, let's get here to the headies. The headies, the annual headies. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention all this time, Intra. Intra. We're here in, in lovely Saudi Arabia. It's good. Oh, yeah. How'd I forget that, too? I mean, it was such a crazy plane flight. And yeah. With That's why we're a little on. late here. Current was, events, was you know. Thanks to the prince. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to get Juju be here. Now, she, she is eligible to, to be up for awards. Oh, excellent. But she's not allowed to, you know, to be in the presence of other men here. But I mean, we're breaking, we're breaking boundaries here, knocking down doors. Most definitely. Now, before we get to these awards, apparently, I, I didn't know about this. I'm out of the loop. But uh, apparently, uh, um, Vince Russo was was talking about shitting himself uh, on his podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, was he just dealing like? Is he just dealing stuff for, from in your head now? <laughs> um. Well, I think I think it's a you know pretty common thing for people to shit themselves. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> but Tommy Dreamer was talking about it once. Sure. Does seem more common in wrestling. It does seem kind of a re- like a wrestling thing, just to mm-hmm. shit you. Yeah, I don't I, know this whole story though. Do you know anything about the story? No, or? I haven't heard it either. I haven't heard any like excerpts from it or anything. But uh, yeah, yeah, I did hear that he was uh, talking about pooping himself. Man, hmm. honest to God, bro, <laughs> I nearly shit myself. <laughs> I did shit myself, bro. Yeah, I think he. I think there's something about he shit himself, and then he just wiped his pants off with like a like a wet one. Oh, really? And then just put him back on. I think that's what Juju said. Ew. Now I know you're a fan of the wet ones. That you don't do. You wouldn't do that, would you? <laughs> no. You you change your pants. I, I mean, like. If it was like primarily the underwears, right. I'd probably just throw those out, you know, and then just put my pants on mm-hmm. after I clean my ass with the wet one. Right. But like, you know, if I'm out in public, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's like the pants, I would probably just wear those just long enough so I can get back to get a fresh pair. You know, right. Right. And shower and everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what the course of action would be in that in that situation. Alb says he apparently wears sweatpants with no underwear. Why would just, you do that? I don't know. Just shit him, shit himself, then wiped his sweatpants with a baby wipe and went back. <laughs> to sleep. Oh, he was in bed. He's in he bed. Was, oh, he shit the bed then. Yeah. He's he he is literally shit the bed, Fred. <laughs> Except his name isn't Fred. Yeah. So when you when you get up, when you, I don't think I'd want to sleep in my bed if I'm covered in shit. Like you got, yeah, you you would have to clean yourself up. Was he sick or something or what? Like I don't know. <laughs> 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 there you go. He shit the bed in wrestling and in reality. Yeah. Uh, I hope the prince doesn't mind all this shit talk. Yeah, sorry, prince. Let's see here, prince so, says I guess uh, Lars is never allowed to come back to Saudi Arabia. Mm. Do you yeah. think that's? Do you think that's even on his radar? 
I wouldn't think he'd even know who the guy is. <laughs> yeah, he was like wanting dead people to come and perform. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Prince. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. He probably wouldn't like like get gold dust in. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's so weird. Would you? I mean, I know oh. they're two different countries, Saudi Arabia and Iran, but like, would you? I mean, I wouldn't want to go to begin with, but like, would you? Do you think all this trouble in the, in Iran right now would that make you even less likely to to go on a a Saudi Arabia tour? Mm. I mean, we're doing it here because because we're men, but I mean, like yeah. the other places, balls of steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Vince is just hell bent on going over there, no matter what. So, yeah. I mean, if you were a wrestler, I'm saying. I'm pretty sure he's just ordering the wrestlers to go. But if I was a wrestler, I definitely probably wouldn't want to go. But uh, if you want to keep your job, I guess you got to do it. Or, or just you know, if you're if you're willing to like put your job on the line and refuse to go, I guess you could refuse. I mean, nobody can force you to get on a plane, you know. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a big name, big shot, like you can get away with not going. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, then yeah, they can say whatever they want, but you know they'll 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 punish you. Oh, they love punishing. Mm-hmm. Should we do that? Like, if Juju B or Clinton does something we don't like, we just start punishing them on air. Like next time they guest co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't advise that for what we pay them. <laughs> 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 I love the idea, though. If there was like a payroll that we had going here, maybe we could do that, but uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Head each time. Head each time. Worst finisher of the year. Inch man. What's. Let's. I didn't really have an. Uh, I couldn't really think of one, honestly. I can't think of a finisher I really don't like currently. Mm. Current finisher that we don't like. Gee, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll go with the what the uh, people voted here. Number three was the Judas effect, which I actually am a fan of. Uh, I like the Ju- I like Jericho spinning the elbow, and I also think they protect it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12% of the votes. Uh, two per, uh, number two with 18%, the Superman punch, which I also don't dislike. And uh, the worst finisher of the year is actually a finisher I do like. Uh, the wrestler himself is, a, is a, I'm a little bored of, but uh, the curb stomp with 30% of the vote won the worst finisher of the year. Mm. I actually think it's a good finisher, personally. Yeah, I never had any uh, issues with it. It is a little like, you know, I mean, I know it's kind of sensationalized. And um, first time I ever heard about it was in that movie American History X. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like a very controversial character in the film is using it in that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then but I uh, like it. I mean, it looks violent. Looks like it would hurt you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And there isn't an actual curb in the ring. I mean, <laughs> right. In the movie, there there was a curb. So. Yeah. 
let's see. Finisher, what's the best? What's your favorite finisher of the year? Hmm. I'm a sucker for DDT, so I always like Moxley's double arm DDT. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's good. Gee, I don't know. I I apologize. I didn't have uh, time to do my ballot, so I'm <laughs> I'm going to be publicly shamed tonight. But punish, uh, punish. <laughs> yes. One winged angel is a good one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hmm. We'll go over. Well, we don't even have to put ours. We can just go over what the Headyverse picked, Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Number hear what th- they have to say. Uh, three with twelve percent vote. The paradigm shift. Which is uh, the movie I mentioned. Number two should have been up on yours, Intro. That's the Meltzer Driver. Oh, yeah. By your boys. Yeah. And the worst, I mean, the best finisher of the year, The Black Mass by Alistair Black. Okay. Okay. I didn't realize people were uh, such a fan of that. I didn't either. I mean, I actually like Alistair Black, but uh, I didn't know, like, people like were, like, you know, infatuated with his finishing move. I like him all right, but the whole sitting down thing, I think it's just like, eh. It always leaves me kind of scratching my head. Like, because, like, him and Buddy Murphy's been doing a lot of exchanges where, like, Buddy kind of mocks him and he just sits down and then Alexander, like, just, you know, stares at him. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. It's one of the few feuds I, like, actually like. Mm-hmm. I do like it. They have good matches together. They do have good matches, yes. Ah, uh, the worst pay-per-view of the year. I was just going to say the... Well, I hate. I can't say this because of the beautiful country we're in right now. So I will... I will uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll save your opinions. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, number three with 12%, the Survivor Series. Yeah, that was pretty bad. A whole like they had three teams for all everything. Yeah, I was there live, and it, it wasn't particularly good. Number two, the crown jewel with twenty percent of the votes. It's all right, Prince. Don't sorry, Prince. Sorry, 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 sorry. This could it could be taken as a good thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know these wrestling fans; they mm-hmm. they just. The worst pay-per-view of the year for the Headies. Hell in the Cell with 44% of the votes. Yeah, with Bray Wyatt uh, getting beat up by like Seth Rollins. That was like his uh, big debut. The, the Web of the Fiend. Yeah. That was pretty bad, yeah. I could never remember these shows. Yeah, I just remember that one because it was, it was pretty bad to... Mm. to, to to debut the fiend like that, I thought that was, yeah, bad stuff. And it really hurt Seth Rollins, I think, more than anybody because it was a guy like the fans really wanted to like, and mm-hmm. Seth Rollins just came out and had you know just beat up on him and kind of made all the fans turn on Seth Rollins like instantly. Mm-hmm. Worst TV show of the year. The worst TV show of the year. This was easy for me. Is it two oh five live? I never watch it, so it wouldn't it would be like 
It wouldn't be fair, but I mm-hmm. this show I do watch almost every week, and it's just it's just torture most weeks to get through, and that's raw. <laughs> uh huh. Mm. It's like, did I do something bad in WWE? Is this are they just torturing me now? <laughs> they're, they're torturing their. Is my punish? I get punished. <laughs> yes. Even weeks when I don't even think the show's necessarily bad. Like last night, I didn't think it was a terrible show, but I remember looking at my my phone. I was like, "Oh, I thought the show's about over," and it was on for like an hour and fifteen minutes. I was like, "God damn, it's another two hours of this." <laughs> it never just flies by. Rarely, very rare, does it? Like you get a show where it's just like, "Oh, that was that was easy watching." Mm-hmm. So three is your is your boy impact ten percent. Oh come on, people! Three. I guess it could be one. One. Yeah, that's not many votes. Ten percent. Mm-hmm. Number two with fifteen percent. Ring of Honor. Oh, I feel bad for Ring of Honor. Yeah. I haven't been watching them recently, so I really can't comment on them if they're doing bad stuff or not. But I know they have like. Zero star appeal about them. Like mm-hmm. just about everybody's gone. Like the only people I can think of is Jay Lethal, uh, PCO, and I guess Matt Taven. Like as far as like people I would want to see, because mm-hmm. Dalton Castle, he's like out. I, I think he's got an injury where he can't wrestle. So, jeez, I kind of feel bad about that one for Ring of Honor. And with a whopping 65% of the votes, the worst TV show of the year, Monday Night Raw. Raw. Ow. Ooh, baby, I like it, Raw. Ooh, baby. Oh, it's just, it's just a song by uh, Wu-Tang Clan uh, Prince. Sorry. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> All right. TV show of the year. Your favorite wrestling show, TV or internet? Mm. Oh, I, I, I definitely think I'd have to go for AEW. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. It's the one show I look forward to every week. Yeah. It's like, it's so strange. Like, you look forward to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to see what happens on the show. Mm. So, so there was a big tie with a bunch of stuff that just got one vote. Number two was actually in your head. With uh, 8% of the votes. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. But with a, I think it's just the biggest winning margin of all the headies. 86% of the votes. AEW Dynamite. Dynamite. Dynamite! No, it's a TV show, Prince. No, no. Mm-hmm. There's no dynamite here. Favorite DVD or special? Favorite DVD or special? I'd probably say the Undertaker interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's about the only one that I can recall watching. Mm-hmm. Number three was three sixty five with Becky Lynch. Okay, with twelve percent of the votes. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring, twenty two percent of the votes. You know, that was good. I forgot. Yeah, I like that, too. Man, it was good. 
But your pick, interest, Stone Cold Broken Skull with Undertaker, 38% of the votes, number one. Just being more recent probably helps that one. Mm-hmm. Like, when did, did the Ric Flair thing happen in 2019, or was that a I think that was the year before. Okay, it probably was, but... Yeah, I think being more recent helps it a lot, but uh, that, that that was good, uh, the darker side of the ring. I, I did enjoy those. I even went back and watched like a few of them twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very good. I'm looking forward to them coming back. Aren't they going to make some more? I believe so. I didn't care too much for their other one, the the wrestle. The I forget what it's called, but yeah, I definitely ruled the guy that hosted that show. He was a mark. Yeah, he was annoying. What a mark! Uh, it's, he's look, on like a uh, revival level. <laughs> look out for who will make a big name for themselves in 2020. 2020, big name for themselves. I was gonna say Moxley, but I mean, I kind of think he's already there, so I went with MJF. Most definitely, good pick, good pick. I'm going to say, I probably picked him a year before, but like, I'm going to say Eli Drake. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think he had a hell of a promo with the, uh, you know, the whole drinking thing and, and on the NWA. I don't, I don't watch it. Uh, yeah, I don't watch it either. I wish he was on something that I watched. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I could check out NWA, but it's just like, I watch enough wrestling as it is. Do I really got to watch this? You know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I skip NWA for the most part, but uh, I do like Eli Drake. I wish he'd go to AEW or come back to Impact, but <laughs> probably AEW would be the better uh, selection. I don't think anybody's watching the Impact. Alb says uh, they're doing an episode on Benoit on the uh, dark side of the ring. Oh, my. Well... I mean, I do find the uh, the subject interesting, but there's not much I haven't heard from that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very We true. pretty much went through the whole thing. I mean, you know, what news was. Well, maybe we'll find out that Sullivan really did it. <laughs> he just stands up and says, I got news for you all. I really did do it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Sullivan should do a book where uh, if I re- did do if it. I did. <laughs> Like OJ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. People would go crazy if he did that. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> He's like, I didn't do it. But if I did it, this is how I done it. So we'll give a shout out to Robert Budzinski. He's listening live. He's rising from time. the ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you, do you think all those guys would have helped, helped Sullivan kill the family? <laughs> oh god they're all like 80 now they're like oh jeez oh, oh, uh, shout out to Robert Budzinski he's listening live for the first time he listens to the show but not necessarily live and uh, he says so I'm listening live and I'm hearing about poop and blowjobs there you go there you really? go Robert so I uh, had no complaints I know it where the hell were we? Uh, oh, look out for. Look out for. Mm-hmm. Number three, John Moxley, 12% of the votes. And number two with 18% of the votes, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, uh, I can see that with her. There are a lot of people like getting behind uh, Rhea Ripley there. Yeah, I like her. 
Mm-hmm. She's big. She's good. I dig her because she's a you know unique. Speaking of unique, they took someone who is unique and I really liked, and then they they uh, remade her, and now she's just very typical. And that's uh, Liv Morgan. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so bad when they had that uh, wedding segment. She oh. came out, and I was like. They actually had something there for a second where it was like she said she was with Lana and then Lana just comes up and slaps her and it's just like it just seems so lazy. It's just like why why couldn't they have done something off of that, you know? I mean, that deserves more of a, than just them fighting. But yeah. Yeah, that's oh god, that's such bad television. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. And the winner with 24% of the votes of uh, Look Out For is MJF. Mm, I can definitely see that. Guilty pleasure. Maybe they suck or was dumb as hell. But my God, you love it anyway. And um, I uh, I went with the Dark Order. Uh, I've They've really won me over in the last uh, couple mm-hmm. months. Well, I think just the evil Uno doing promos, I think that has really helped him. Because before, I was just like, why should we even care about these guys? But then he starts talking, and, and he, he does do a good promo. So. He's good. And their vignettes are done well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I even, I even liked the, the angle the other week that was, like, universally hated. I liked it. When they came out, and, like, uh, all of the elite came out, and, yeah. like, Fighting with them, yeah. I didn't mind it. And then it led to the, I like the, this week, the elite, you know, asking, are we still the elite? And they go up there and kick ass. I thought that was good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you got some dissension in the ranks with, uh, with, uh, the cowboy. Mm-hmm. He, it's, he seems like he wants to go his own way. Yeah. He wants to drink. Mm-hmm. To be a drunk. To be a drunk. He doesn't want to hang with the guys. Now, would you want to hang out with a drunk uh, redneck? <laughs> it just depends if I liked him or not. I mean, there two strikes against him for me: drunk and a redneck. <laughs> oh, so now you're against drunks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really never liked drunks, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, if I'm if if I was intoxicated, I, I'm hilarious. But there <laughs> anybody else? Oh God. Uh huh. Uh huh. I see. I see. Would Would you miss me being uh, drunk on the show? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, no, not really. No. Oh, I thought you used to hate it when I did. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't miss it. No, I mean, you can, you can leave that in the past. All right. You can leave that one alone. Yeah, it was a plan to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One good thing about LA Interim, a lot of the places have uh, mocktails, which are uh, non-alcoholic drinks. So, but they're you know interesting. So it's you don't just have to get like I'll get a coke or water or something. So that was fun. Then went to uh, Scum and Villainy, which is a Star Wars theme bar, and they had you know a few mocktails. One of them was uh, named after Kevin Smith because he's a regular there. Oh, what was it? What what they name it? Well, so we went there. Me, Mike, me, Michael, and Sophia. And Sophia, you know, bought the first round, and she's like, "What do you want?" And I was like, uh, "I want this 
she looked at the name and she's like, I'll just ask for the Kevin Smith drink. Because the name was the cock knocker. <laughs> she didn't want to order the cock knocker. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. That's good, though. Ah, ah, so number three, Rusev Day with 10%. Guilty pleasure. Uh, Aoba is a Soul Train Jones in the chat. That's a good call. Number two, Firefly Funhouse with 15% of the votes. And number one with 20%, 21% of the votes, a guilty pleasure of the year, Orange Cassidy. Good call there. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think there's people out there because I'll see this and they're like, oh, how can you like AW? They have this guy who has his hands in his pockets. Blah, blah. And it's like, well, if you actually watch a show and didn't just listen to uh, to Jim Cornette videos, the guy's on the show for what? He'll do like one spot a show. So yeah. he'll, he'll do like a 30 second spot out of a two hour show. It's not like he's out there wrestling Jericho for the title or something. He's It'll be one out. spot. Yeah. And if he does a- actually make physical contact, he'll do a big dive or something. He won't just do his little lame kicks because people know sell that stuff. It's just a fun comedy guy on the show. And he's very over. Mm hmm. Holy shit, the moment of the year intro. What just made you lose your mind? Go, oh my god! Ha! Come in here, Bob! Look at this! And you just start firing your guns in the air. Holy shit, moment of the year. Look at that! Look at that! Probably the debut of AEW. It's the only one I can really think of. That was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went with the Arn Anderson Spinebuster. When he okay. came out, I was like, holy shit, fucking Aaron Anderson. I was there live, too, so it was really added to it. You know what I'm saying? That's number three with 12% of the vote. Aaron Anderson Spinebuster. Number two, The Fiend with 21% of the vote, Cincture. Your boy, The Fiend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you still loving The Fiend? <laughs> well, I, I still enjoy, yeah, whenever he does some stuff, but I I don't I I'm not going to say he's my favorite character, but I mean I do pay attention when he's out there to see what happens. Hmm. I, I I don't know. No, it's I, fine. I, I enjoy that it's different. And uh, number one with thirty seven percent of the votes, John Moxley debuts on AEW. That was pretty awesome when he just came out. Yeah, so. that was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like you kind of like thought it was going to happen, but it, you didn't know for sure. And then, yeah, and it was a good moment him hitting the DDT on top of the dice and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, most embarrassing. What it? What in wrestling comes? You know, is on TV, and you're just like, oh my! You just hide your head in shame. Hmm. Mine's the whole Lana angle. That's just oh my god, so bad. I kind of get like a like an embarrassment chill that comes over me whenever people call Becky Lynch the man. <laughs> uh huh. Like, ugh, like I just wish that just wasn't a thing. I don't <laughs> like it either. <laughs> like, I don't it, even like, think it makes logical sense. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I would think it's the opposite of like like a strong woman. Or being empowered, because it, it's like, you know, if you're a strong woman, then you're a man. 
Like I, I would think that's the opposite of what you'd want. You just know I'm a strong woman. I'm not, you know, I'm not a man. I'm not manly. I'm not a lesbian. Not that there'd be anything wrong with, but you know what I mean? It's just like, it seems like old way thinking. Like if someone's really, a woman's really powerful or strong or, you know, it could be people up there suddenly a man. Mm. I think it, I don't get it. Like, I just get the feeling like I could see like a casual, like viewer who's never really viewed the, you know, the current product. And they would just look at me and say, why do they call her the man? And it's just like, I would just not want to have to answer that question. Just like, jeez. I don't know what OIB Belmont's even talking about here in the chat room. He says, battle for the grid? What the hell is that? And the new Guilty Gear looks nice. I don't know what either of those things are. Guilty Gear? I think that's a game. Hmm. Uh, Battle for the Grid. What's it got to do with anything? Oh, is that like a Tron reference, maybe? I don't know. Are you fiddling with paper or something? Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> I hear something like paper or something. I put it away. <laughs> okay. Can you hear it now? No, no, I'm not hearing it now. Okay. But like, it sounded like you had like a piece of like chewing gum paper or something. No, I was just I was just playing. I was actually playing with GI Joes. Oh, <laughs> there, I was wrestling with them on my on my chest here. Oh, okay. Well, was it a was it a shipwreck uh, GI Joe or was it a uh, Snake Sa- Eyes? It was Sergeant Slaughter and William the Refrigerator Perry. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, kind of wrestling around with them. Yeah, I bet that's a rare one, though. I think both of them are. Refrigerator Perry. Yeah, they're both mail. They're both mail away ones. Yeah. Jeez, those might be worth a little bit. Yeah. Well, I I actually cha- I might have the the real leg somewhere, but back in the day, I I put bigger legs on Sergeant Slaughter because the mail away one they gave you the, he had these little tiny scrawny legs, and I was like, man, he looks so lame. Because he had like a real big upper body, so I, I t- you know, took him apart and put on like someone else's big legs, so he looked, he looked more, you know, rugged. But oh, Juju B says Power Rangers battle for the grid. Mm. I didn't, I didn't know that what that was. I don't know what it is. It's a yeah. TV show or something. So it's probably a game by the Power Rangers, I guess. What's that got to do with anything? I don't know. He may be like trying to get on a uh, uh, the blue guy's nerves there oh, by bringing up uh, Power Ranger stuff. Hmm. Maybe, which I think... think I will maintain this. I think Power Rangers is probably one of the most mindless, dumb shows I think I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't know I, anything made by that Sabian company. Just like it's just god awful. Like, <laughs> like not. I'm not even joking. This is honestly how I feel. And I just, it just feels totally cheap. Like, like, I, I guess what they do is they film like stuff and then they edit in English or Japanese. Well, well it was, a, it was our, it was a, a Japanese show. And then they just took the Japanese show and then they filmed America. So like they sliced up the, 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 and put American people in it. So that's why right. it's always so. But oh my god, it's just fucking awful. Like I watch it and I just get like, just like how, how could they put out such a cheap product that just it's just god awful. 
I've never watched it in my life. Oh my god, I've had to I've been forced to watch a few like like uh, uh the the VR troopers and I'm just like Jesus Christ, this is bad. Well, it looks horrible. I mean, it looks like just I don't know how anybody could, like enjoy it. <laughs> I really don't. It's just like uh like like I could understand if like it wasn't like so cheap feeling, like it was just, like and like the, the the jokes are just horrendous. <laughs> like and then they they had like a fucking talking dog and the dog's like and he's telling like these really god awful jokes and it's just like what the fuck? How could anybody like this shit? So I mean, I, I that's just really how I honestly feel about Power Rangers. I do not understand the appeal about it. Uh, um. But if you like it, I mean, I'm sure I like a lot of stuff that people can't understand the appeal about it, but I, I really do not get that one. Yeah, I was, I've never been into it. I've never even watched it, so I mean, I don't know. But that that, that it looks like something I wouldn't like. I don't really like a lot of, I don't like, like Godzilla movies and stuff. It looks sort of, you know, on the level of that, but way, like, way less. All right, so most embarrassing. Number three, the question mark with 10%. That's an NWA uh, wrestler, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But isn't it that Bosephus guy or Josephus or something? Bosephus or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I I don't watch NWA. Um, Number two, Baron Corbin with 20% of the votes. I just think he's bad. I don't necessarily think he's embarrassing. <laughs> I like how Al was going at me now because I made fun of the Power Rangers. I'm really not making fun of the Power Rangers because you're a fan of it. I really think it's crap. <laughs> I'm not even trying to like troll you. I've always thought it was crap. <laughs> even when I was in like middle school when it first came around the United States, I thought it was crap. Okay, I'm sorry for interrupting you there, but go ahead. All right, no worries. And number the most, I was just saying, I don't think Baron Corbin is necessarily embarrassing. I just think he's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, where am I? God, where am I? Number one, the most embarrassing thing, 2019 in all of wrestling, Lana. That's kind of sad too, because like you know, know, year before, he was like kind of one of the. Known as one of the best. Yeah, a few years ago, like that was just the best thing was Lana and Rusev, and then I kept, and she was the best part of the two. And then then Rusev got better, and then you would think, man, they could have such a great you know act here, but boom. Here in the chat, OI Belmont says, I kind of think Blue is like Lars Sullivan. He uh, doth protest too much uh, in his hatred of OIB, and in actuality wants to suck his cock. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, will we someday see that video? <laughs> no, no, thank you, no. And will there be any mouth kissing? <laughs> it's like I must share my true feelings for you, Owl. <laughs> you always know how the cute I always thought you were. Uh-huh. <sighs> I just act like that on this show just because I don't want nobody to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see that. 
it's like you know back when you're a kid like you you pick you like pick on the girl that you have a crush on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. worst promotion of the year what's the now this is i want to say wwe but i kind of think nwa power because it at least wwe i kept watching it power i just like this is just dumb i just don't want to watch this anymore and i hate to say that because it's like i want i want you know all the indies to do well but it's probably uh-huh. my least it's probably my i just think it's so stupid uh it pains me to say it but it's just ring of honor because I, I i don't have any interest in watching it um I was a member of their honor club and I, I, I like canceled my subscription to it and I, I do feel bad about it, but yeah, ring of honor. I, I just don't feel like watching it. And I mean, the PCO stuff seems neat, but how far is that going to take you all? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like they, they really had the death blow by like everybody leaving to start ADW, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for me to answer this question because I I only watch a limited number of shows. Mm-hmm. But I guess also by the sheer amount of shows out there, WWE's got to be up there. But they also do. I mean, they do have some good. I uh, like the NXT stuff's good, and some of the pay per views are good once in a while. I don't know. But uh, anyway, number three is NWA Power with five percent of the votes. Not very many votes. There's a couple people means. Probably someone else. Number two, Ring of Honor with fifteen percent of the votes. Sure. There we go. Okay. And the number and it really one, hurts me to say it. But. Mm-hmm. And the number one worst promotion of the year, seventy-two percent of the votes. WWE. <laughs> I can't really argue. No, I mean, if I had to say, like, what puts out like some of the worst quality product i probably would say wwe because mm. it's like it's just like everything i watch it's just like oh fuck why am i forced to watch this stuff i rarely get the uh the feeling like oh well that was really good like rarely uh-huh. i think a lot of it is not even just how bad it is it's just so how like uninteresting that you, you just don't, don't want to watch it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i never i mean i'm a lifetime fan and if you would have up to like ten years ago, I couldn't I couldn't have even imagined of not like watching every wrestling that was on. Yeah. Weird. But here we are. Alright. Promotion of the year. What's the best promotion of the year? I I know mine. Without a doubt. Right away I knew it. I've been to a lot of their live shows. I'm going to another one. I look forward to it every Wednesday night. AEW. No, uh, I definitely have to agree. Yeah, I I, I do like AEW. Yeah, good stuff. Tied, tied for second with, I mean, not very many votes. Five percent each. NWA Power and WWE. That's crazy that WWE's tied with NWA Power. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. With a huge eighty percent of the votes, AEW promotion of the year. Weeble here in the chat room. He says PCO greater than Tim Storm for the older champs battle. I agree, hundred so, percent. I think because I mean we know who PCO is. We never heard of Tim Storm. No, right. exactly, exactly. So yeah. we we've seen PCO struggles over the years, and we know 
that this guy really was good, and he tra- and he and he was kind of shafted a bunch of times. And he were the other guy, as far as as far as I know, he just started wrestling when he was fifty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could have just started for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it, I th- honest, this, I'm sorry, Tim Storm, if you're listening, but if Tim Storm wasn't old, I wouldn't give a shit. Like. The only thing, the only selling point is that he's an old man, and it's like, oh, what's kind of cool? This old man's trying to do something. But like, if you if he was out there and he was thirty, would you give a shit about the man? Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, no. Sorry, Tim. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tim's Storm. mama. Next week, Tim Storm here live on the show. <laughs> 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 Prince, do you want him on any of your shows here in Saudi Arabia? Tim Storm? No. Uh, I think that means no. Yeah. So. Sorry, Tim. No big payday for you. He'd work cheap. No, he's still shaking his head no. What's the worst angle? Worst storyline of the year? Ooh. Well, as of late, the the recent one is definitely probably the Lana and Lashley one. Like you said earlier, it's probably because it's so recent. Yeah, I'm sure there's other ones, but like, and it's just it's just like how how they go so full steam ahead. It's just like everybody hates this, but no, we're not stopping. Uh, this is going to continue. So this is the only one in 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 all the headies here where. All there was this stuff that all had one vote, and then there was one that got a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. So there's not even a third or a second. It's 85 percent of the votes. I think I stay correct. This is the biggest winner of the of the headies. 85 percent of the votes. The land Lana Rusev Lashley storyline. <laughs> and I've seen people like on uh, on Facebook say, "Hey, it brought in ratings." The wedding. It's like that might be true, but it was people wanting to see where this went. That doesn't necessarily mean it's good for wrestling, because where did the you know where did the ratings go after that? Did the people who turned in did they say, "Oh fuck, this is great. I'm going to keep watching this"? I don't no. think. So. And even if they did, for me personally, I hate it. Don't want to watch it. Terrible stuff. What's the best angle? What's the best storyline out there in Jermaine? Jeez. Best storyline of 2019. I would say like the one that drawed me in the most was uh, Cody Rhodes uh, and his and uh, Dustin. Yeah, it was good stuff. I went with uh, promo. I just went with Jericho as champ. I think that's uh, my favorite thing in wrestling. In a, you know, AEW champ. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Very good. I see people posting pictures saying Jericho's fat. Maybe he is, but he's still the most entertaining guy. I don't care. (laughs) I ain't trying to sleep with the man. Don't matter to me. I think it's really just that his chest is, you know, so like. Yeah, he's in his 50s. Yeah, I think it's just like, I think that doesn't help him, like, because he doesn't have any chest muscles. Yeah. And he's, as Beef brought up, he really never had a great physique. He's no. always been kind of chubby. Now he's older, and I think part of it too, he tries to be a big guy because so he can play like the the big guy. Since so many wrestlers are smaller today, so part of that when he bulks up, you know, he also gets a little bit of belly. But 
I mean, the man's in his fifties. Uh, that's what you know. Naturally, most people are going to look like. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, if they're if they're put on weight for muscles. Uh, where the hell was I? All right. So number three is the inner circle, ten percent of the votes. Two MJF Cody storyline with twenty percent, and number one incher. You called it, Dustin and Cody. Thirty percent of the votes. Damn. I mean, it wasn't very long, but it, it probably was, yeah, it like, was. the most emotional, like, I agree. segments that people got into. Please go away. Who needs to retire from the wrestling injury? Hmm. Um, hmm. Oh, I started playing with my figures again. Let me put them back. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I'm going to say Vince McMahon again. I know I said it last year, but I'm going to say it again. I mean, because look at NXT. Like, supposedly he has hands off on NXT, and it's like, it's got like so much buzz behind it. So like if you let, if you let Triple H take over WWE or whoever's running NXT, it would be so much better again, you know? It would mm-hmm. Like, you would probably enjoy watching WWE. Well, that's my answer, Vince, again. That's a good call. It's a good call. Ooh, it's here. So, number three with 12% of the vote, The Undertaker, Incher. Okay. I agree with He is just kind of sad. It's unfortunate. I think a lot of it's how do they use him. Mm-hmm. Like, if you do use him, I think you should just beat someone in, like, a couple minutes and you have fun. You know what? No one wants to watch Undertaker just get beat up for like a half hour. Do you think it's like where he's only wrestling like two or three times a year that makes him like, like, well, kind of stale in a way? Like, cause I like think, he, he's not he's not seasoned in the ring, you know? Yeah, it worked for a while. I think a big part was ending the streak. That really took away a lot of int- any interest in seeing him come back. And then uh, not realizing you can't really have those, you know, crazy matches. And so then we'd see him in these 30-minute matches with Roman Reigns, where Reigns is destroying him. And then we saw, we've seen it two or three times now where it's he just gets beat and it's sad and you think that's the end. But then he just keeps coming back. And no one wants to see, like, this old, an old man who's clearly past his prime, like, keep coming back. It's one thing if he comes back and wins, but if he just comes back and looks sad, like who, no one, that's not entertaining at all. Mm-hmm. If he came back and maybe, you know, like I think when he came back and just beat Rusev in the, in the, uh, coffin match, that was fine. Cause it was just kind of like, Hey, this is cool. We see undertaker. Uh, I like Rusev, but it's not like it's going to really ruin his career. Lose an undertaker. Just something like that. But I don't want to see him out there in these long matches where he's just getting slaughtered. Yeah. 18% of the votes, Vince McMahon, number two. Excellent. And number one, please go away, retire, 22% of the votes, Baron Corbin. I do not <laughs> like that guy either. I feel bad telling him to retire, though. He's a pretty you know, young man. Yeah. He, he he might have something if he like went to uh like uh, some other promotion or something maybe. He yeah, knows. you never know. He could be uh could be great. It surprises. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta doubt it, but 
You never know. I do like the whole thing where they uh, they pour the dog food on Roman Reigns. I thought that was pretty good, but I know a lot of people hated that. Yeah, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I never. I hardly ever watch SmackDown. I thought it was better than like having like the the thing where it's like, oh, he's the big dog, and they have like the the little dog going woof, woof, the, with the with the big dog uh, on the graphic. And, but that I was think they should have put him on a leash. <laughs> the Usos made their save on him uh, on oh, the Usos are back. Yeah, the Usos came back and saved Roman because they're going to pour the dog food on him again. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the Usos are back, and John Morrison made his debut. It wasn't a very good debut. He just came out of the Miz's locker room, mm-hmm. the dressing room, or whatever, and he was just like, "Hey, the Miz doesn't want to be bothered." I guess they're kind of teasing that maybe John Morrison and the Miz are going to get back together. You know, do reform their tag team that they had going on. Yeah. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was at my, uh, my, my bedroom at the cabin had a little stuffed bear in the bed and he had a, he had a collar and leash on. I thought it was strange. And then there was also right above the door, a big paddle. that said, welcome. It was like a welcoming paddle, which I thought was weird. And then in, uh, Krista's bedroom, or Trista's bedroom, sorry, Trista's bedroom, there was a, like a moose, a stuffed moose. And he was, they had him hung with his arms, like behind backwards behind his back. So all this put together, it gave me like, there was like some strange, like S and M theme in the, in this cabin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's see here. Where were we? Please come back. Who isn't around that you want to see back? Hmm. Uh, let's go with. Who do you want to see make his long awaited return? Intro. Who are you like, God damn it, I'd love it if Rocky Soul Man Johnson came back. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say, um, geez. This is like almost everybody who like, well, I've seen him come back recently. On Impact, you see that, but. Alex Wright. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool to see Alex Wright come back. Yeah, I'd like it. I'd be down with that. Yeah, down with Alex. How about down with the Brown, D'Lo Brown? Well, he was on Impact recently. Really? He was, yeah, he was on the uh, old school edition of Impact. And he was on the recent episode where he broke up a fight. And I was told, like, uh, he claimed he was he hasn't been with Impact in years. But there he is on their TV show. He broke up a fight with between uh, Moose and uh, Rhino. And uh, from your story earlier, that was no way to treat Mr. Impact on uh, to hang Moose up like that. I mean, that's kind of. But uh, I love that, though, on Impact, whenever like uh, Moose kind of made fun of Rhino, he was like, Mm -hmm. hey, I could have told you how to finish off RVD because my spear beat him and your gore did nothing. Mm. And then like Moose started walking away and. And Rhino was like, hey, Moose. And he turned around and then he just gored him. And I thought that was pretty awesome. (laughs) 
Yeah. How about uh, I'd like to see Belvis Wesley make his return. I think everybody's clamoring for that for years. Yeah, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe a blood money here. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to the prince about that. <laughs> Bring Belvis Wesley back. Yeah. What's uh, he saying? Uh-huh. I don't know. Well, I think he fell asleep. Explain who Belvis Wesley is doing the prosper. Number three with twelve percent of the vote. Vote Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What happened to Chili Willy? Mm, that's a good one. I did like Chili Willy. He was awesome. I mean, yeah, I thought like, he had a big future ahead of him. He just disappeared. I mean, what happened to Chili Willy? I, yeah. I, you never even hear anything about him either. No, or GQ Money. Yeah, yeah. The GQ Money or didn't he? I forget. I forget. But he was cool. Uh, let's see here. It's a good question though. Number two, The Rock with 20% of the votes. I think those 20% of those people just just give up the dream. And sure, you, he, you gave it up a few years back. You just realized it's not happening. Mm-hmm, Plus, mm-hmm. he's like 50 now. And number one, I'm kind of surprised by this. 49% of the vote, people still want it. The return of CM Punk. Yeah. Uh-uh. It doesn't, it doesn't do much for me. But I would like, I guess I would look forward to seeing it happen. Mm-hmm. But in a way, I kind of just get like this feeling, like what a sellout, you know? What a I agree. If he would have came back to AEW, it would have been big. I think. I mean, oh, that would I would have been like that would have made me like him. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. Just that he's doing that shit with uh, WWE on that program that nobody watches. It's just mm-hmm. like. What a fucking sellout. <laughs> Made all these claims, never coming back, blah, blah, blah. But here he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of back in a way. I mean. Mm-hmm. The biggest flop. What was the biggest flop in wrestling? The biggest bomb. Biggest bomb. Mm. Besides, you're pooping at the Wendy's. No, that wasn't that wasn't in 2019. I rarely go to Wendy's. Oh, okay. Do you ever now just you go want... just to go to the toilet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I have. I've been going to Wendy's a little bit recently, but uh, uh biggest bomb. I did have to go. I was walking. Home. I was out my walk today. I was planning on going ten miles, and I went eight and a half, but. I blamed in your head. I was like, I need to go back for in your head, but I really had to take a. I really had to take a, a dump. <laughs> what would you do if you shit yourself while you're walking? Would you no. just walk back home? No, I'd just I'd go in the woods and poop, or go to a restaurant and poop. I wouldn't just poop my pants. Does Neil Jones shit in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably just go to a restaurant. I'd have to buy something and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you always got to buy something if you're taking a dump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I went to the Wendy's, I was like, "Wait a minute, shit first, guys, and then I'll buy some." <laughs> Is that what you tell them? <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure to tell them that just just so <laughs> they know I'm going to be a patron soon. But uh, the shit cannot wait. <laughs> you tell them shit first. Or you just say I got to use the facilities, or <laughs> no, I just say shit first, guys, and then I'll buy something. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> no, Prince, I don't do that. Oh, okay. I will have to use your bathroom soon, but two. Oh, the princess. Yeah. I thought, man, it's a long, long trip here, and she's gonna blow it up. Blow it up over here. If you could use anyone's bathroom, who would you want to use? Anybody's bathroom, who would I want to use? Hmm. I'll say uh, Shinsuke Nakamura because I hope he's got one of those fancy Toto toilets. Really? Yeah. Because I think they originate from Japan. So. Mm. Hopefully. Hopefully he's got one. <laughs> maybe, maybe he could, uh, like, I don't know. Like, whenever I get done, he will do, like, a victory dance for me with his cape. <laughs> Just a venture walking out of his bathroom as he's, like, doing his whole, like, gyrating thing. Like, thank you, Shinsuke. Thank you. So number two, battery have that really weird look on his face because of the smell. Do they ever yell at you like at Wendy's or any restaurant? <laughs> like, oh, what the hell are you doing there? Again. Yeah, we know shit first, didn't you, boss? <laughs> we know, we know. Do you just get like a dollar menu item if you're taking a dump, or do you, do you feel like, well, I guess I better get Give like me a my triple... four chicken nuggets, guy? <laughs> <laughs> or do you feel like, man, I better get like a, you know, a meal or something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get a meal. I'm not cheap. All right, good man. Good man. So, uh, Ali with twelve percent of the votes. Number sometimes two. I go to Walmart and take a dump, and I'm like, I buy enough stuff here. I don't even feel guilty. <laughs> you know, you buy enough stuff from Walmart. What do they care? There's nobody keeping tabs there either, you know? Mm. Uh, do, do you hate it with a bathroom? Like, okay, this is one. Like, if you can, if you go to a restroom in a, in a restaurant, okay, and you can easily hear all the patrons and stuff outside of it, then in your mind, you know, they could hear you if you're making any noises. In there. Mm-hmm. So then, then it's like, man, I don't want to, you know, do any, uh, they don't make any like it. noise like while you're right. You don't want to be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it is, a, it is slightly embarrassing, but it's like, well, they're in the bathroom. They know what goes down here. And you just you just blast them with it. You know, yeah, you don't mind. You're just like, listen to this. This is the <laughs> most lovely sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you ever you ever record yourself like pooping one time i was in the bathroom and this guy <laughs> came in and he started singing like country music like really loud i wasn't sure what to do i didn't know if i should start accompanying him or something or what like if i knew the song i could have probably filled in a lot better but he came in and he was like i should have been the cowboy should learn to ride and roll and I was like, what the hell is this i love it hmm. Weeble says his Walmarts have police. Like Sting and like <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, he means like the actual police. Yeah, that's weird. That was very, in the hood. I apologize. That was a very Colt Cabana moment. I'm sorry. That's, that's <laughs> what do you mean working like at the McDonald's? <laughs> police, he means the authorities. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. Why would you need police at the Walmart? 
Mm, probably see Weeble coming. He's got all them tattoos. Uh-huh. Maybe like, like watch this one. He weebles and wobbles, but he doesn't fall down. Then he wears probably wears his pants like down to pass his ass. Mm-hmm. Seems like those that kind of guy. So the biggest flop, sixty-five percent of the votes, the Rusev Lana Lashley storyline. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the one. I was trying to think of something that happened earlier in the year, but yeah, that was pretty bad. Pretty bad. The biggest news event of 2019. What was just the biggest news? I'm sorry, Prince. Mm. You know, the the mechanical issues that was on the plane, you know? I mean, that's something, those mechanical issues. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. It's a good good call. Uh, number three, Kofi Kingston winning the title. Six percent of the votes. Okay. Three, Lars Sullivan in gay pornography. I guess, yeah, that did happen in 2019, <laughs> didn't it? Uh, yeah, I guess that one would take the cake, yeah. Ten percent. But 70% of the votes, AEW gets a TV deal on TNT. Yeah. That's guess that, that's a good call, yeah. That is a big one, yeah. Good for wrestling, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's good for wrestling, Cornette. Good for wrestling, okay? I mean, God. I mean, it's on a major, like, network. You know? I mean, it hasn't happened for, like, you know, since TNT let go of WCW. I guess maybe Impact with uh, Spike TV, but, eh. What a Spike TV you really have. I mean, they they weren't. They're not even Spike TV anymore. I don't even know what they are anymore. I think they're like, uh, are they the Bullshit. Paramount Network or something? I don't know. I'm not even sure. They used to be like uh, TNN. Mm-hmm. But they had a they had Rollerball on there. Yeah. Before we go on with the rest of these, do you want to use uh, the the princess facilities? Yeah, I think I will have to myself a claim. We're going to go to break, interesting use of facilities, and I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. Excellent, excellent. And then we'll return with the rest of the headies, the best in the year in wrestling, and the headyverse headies, which will find out the best in, in your head. Stay tuned, kids. Hey, this is PCO Pierre Calwellette, and you're listening to HinYourHeadOnline.com. All right, and we're back here once again at In Your Head. Enter what's going on? Same old, same old. I just can't wait to hear the rest of the results to the headies. The prince, he admired my... Uh, wiping skills. Really? Stood there the entire time and watched me for whatever reason. But he he, he likes that I'm a buncher and not a folder. But so you was, just take like a big bunch of toilet paper and you're like getting it all up in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it's done. Damn. So, um, when my uncle back in the day used to be, uh, he was uh, in Saudi Arabia for a while, Michael Gary mm-hmm. in the eighties. And, uh, he said that, you know, they all, you, you're supposed to wipe with your left hand 
in Saudi Arabia. And you also, like, they shake with their left hand there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'll be all right on that, because I think I do use my left hand. Mm. Yeah. He also said that they don't use toilet paper, but I don't know. Maybe just made, making stuff up. Do you think there's, like, a tally or something that Al keeps whenever, like, I just admit it to wipe with my left hand that he marks it down on, like, a piece of paper or something? <laughs> He might just have a a uh, a memory where he just anything about you he just remembers. Well, he they, you know he remembers he remembers stuff about in your head in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe he just has a great memory in of everything. Yeah, I just thought of that. It's like man, but I do. Yeah, I use my. Use what my if, what if he comes out and says he used to? You said you know in episode you know three hundred. Yeah, I use my right hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that you always fold the toilet paper. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not a folder. I'm a buncher. The OI buncher. Like, it just seems like you got too much like room for error. Like if you're like folding it over and then you're gonna do it again, you know. It's just like you're just you're just messing with something that doesn't need to be messed with, you know. So like, how much do you use? Like how much? How many like sheets of paper? You just take like a, I imagine you're using like a big big pile. Yeah, pretty big pile. Yeah. So like, yeah, you can you can lighten it up as you go along. Mm-hmm. As it's less nasty, but like the first wipe is definitely a big pile of uh, toilet paper. Do you do you look at it, or do you just toss it? Like no, I don't look. You can I pull just, it up and like you know look at it, see what's I going just, on. Yeah, just toss it. You're like yeah, right. Interesting. Uh, I was trying to think if there's anything else interesting about. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out in. Uh, in L.A., mm-hmm. I ate v, a lot of vegan food. Oh, yeah? But not always. I also went to a real famous uh, steakhouse on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Um, what is it called? Something in Frank's. Miso and Frank's? Not that. Let me look this up. Muso and Frank's. It's an old steakhouse that's been there since, like, the 20s or something. Yeah, since 1919. They even have a... Uh, star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame intro. So I had a lot of vegan food, but I was like, you know what? I need some meat. And I remember seeing this place uh, last time I was out there with uh, with Annabelle a few years ago, and we didn't eat there. And then uh, then I remember seeing it in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the movie. That's where they meet Al Pacino. And they're like, hot damn, I gotta go here. And so, But it was like 11, so I'm like, is it too early for prime rib? And the waiter says, buddy... It's never too early for prime rib. So I was like, do it up. Yeah, classic cut of prime rib. That was my cheat meal. 18 ounce cut. And I was so I was staying with vegan, so I couldn't bring any food back to the to to where I was you know sleeping. So I ate the whole thing. That was some good eating venture. Mm-hmm. You ever have the prime rib? Yeah, I think we've had it here before once. Yeah. Or a couple times, yeah. That's like like where you do it in the oven, right? Right. Yeah. Then you cut it. I was like, well, how do they do it here? He's like, we'll do it medium rare, but you can have it every want. I was like, oh, medium rare. And he's like, are you hungry? We'll just go cut it right now. I was like, do it up. Boom. Right, right out. Bam. Uh, damn, that was a good intro. I walked 10 miles up and down all Hollywood Boulevard. Ended up in like the 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 
the area probably shouldn't be in. Uh-huh. Did people walk up to you and say, you shouldn't be here? No, not like that's they didn't. Chi- no, that's that's what happened in Chicago, though. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that? It was like three in, it was 3.30 in the morning. I walked down to 7-Eleven in Chicago. The door was locked. The guy came over, opened up. He's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I want to buy some pickles. And he's like, it's 3.30 in the morning. I was like, yeah, I know. He's like, nothing good happens at this time. <laughs> but he ended up letting me in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then locked up behind me. That was strange. Went to Danny Trejo's Tacos. Ooh, were they, were they good? They were. They were very good. I had a, a shrimp taco, a chicken taco, and I tried a jackfruit taco, which was one of the vegan things. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, if I didn't know that, if I didn't know that that was jackfruit, I would have thought it was pulled pork. It's very good. Huh. I went to. Uh, uh, horror trivia night that was fun and i always thought i knew a lot about horror movies and as michael said he said we're probably in the top like 0.01 percent you know as, as far as like you know horror knowledge goes but in this room we're like in the in the bottom we're not even in like the top 10 we're probably in like the bottom 90 percent. and he was right i felt like an idiot I felt like a fraud. Like these people, these people had to answer questions that I don't think anyone should know. Like, what is the death count in like RoboCop 2? And it was like 89. Like, how could anyone know that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't seen RoboCop 2 in like a very, very long time. <laughs> now, if the, if the death count's like 10, like I could say, okay, maybe you, you stop and you think it's a movie you watch a bunch of times, you count the deaths. But when it's in the 80s, how, there, there's something wrong with you if you know that. There's, the, there's no way someone should know that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. All the I was like, my God, this is insane. Then there'd be, you'd split up in a group. Some of the groups come all right. Our old buddy Larry Zerner was there in church, just as a just as a dude. He's just there doing trivia. Really, that's pretty cool. Did you say anything to him? He said he know. I could tell he knows, man. Saying someone else I noticed, uh, Sean Clark, who uh, he represents. He's like a guy, and he kept looking at me. And then I was talking to him. He's like, "Were you at the thing?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "I thought that was you," but I was like, "Well, must not be him because he's not saying anything." And I was like, "Well, I didn't want to be annoying." Just go, but he's like, oh, you should have said hi. But I probably should have said hi to Larry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did keep looking over. I'm pretty sure he recognized me. He's like, that is the one and the only. Mm-hmm. I went to the new Bev, which is uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, movie theater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was fun. It's uh, Die Hard on Christmas Eve there. Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Great Christmas film on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh one of one of the uh one of the the young uh, uh very beautiful actresses on on our movie uh, uh gave me her phone number yeah let's call her i have not right not on the show let's call her pretty good that was cool <laughs> I want right. to call her right now. It was in front of everybody. I, f- I felt weird. Well, we'll call oh, her in front of weird. everybody. Like, this is like a running theme in my life. She's like 20 years younger than me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, mm. I don't know, sure. What do you so think? Is good. that bad to be going in L.A.? 
is it bad to be going after a girl younger than yeah, you? Yeah, well, she's going after me. But is it bad to, you know, she's just like young? Uh, that's kind of, uh, she probably should have like, got you privately, you know? Hmm. Not like, it right was a, I mean, she would have had an opportunity there. There was another actress who, um, not, not associated with our movie at all. And so it was at a, a, a premiere of a film. I won't say the movie or anything. She was in the movie. But anyway, so it was after the movie there. She was fucking... She was she was uh, on, on a lot of a booze, I believe. Maybe other things. I don't know. But definitely alcohol. And she was saying that she was... She's like, ah, you know, she was totally nude in this movie in one of the scenes. And she was like, That's, that wasn't my real vagina because... They CG they CG'd my vagina. This was mm-hmm. after she's telling me. Like the my my vagina doesn't look like that. They made they made it look like a fish head, but it's uh it's all clean shaven, but it's 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 real small and tight like a young Asian girl, she said. It's like I'll show it to you if you want to see it, but don't tell my uh my fiance. And I was like, No, it's good, but uh, so I, I assume I could have uh, could have seen her vagina and probably anything. I don't know what would have gave you that indication. <laughs> My buddy was just like, and then uh, we we met. Oh, we were inviting people to meet up. Uh, I was like, I'm gonna invite you, so and so, and he's like, No, do you don't? I was just, no, I'm just kidding, because it was uh, it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. So I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm glad you did have a guy. The prince, he's a little, uh, a little concerned about you uh, talking about the girl who wanted to show you her mm. the JJ. But I mean, just settle down over there, prince. Jeez, mm. take right. it easy. And I'm gonna admit, I, I felt very good on set in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. The the people would gather around when when Bob scenes would come up, and they would uh, when I did some outside scenes at the cabin. The girls like because it was very cold, so they didn't go outside. But they gathered up to the window and and would listen and watch. Maybe feel good. And eventually, the director he was just like because like I said, they keep adding scenes, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but it really did make me feel good. And and it was uh, after a while, I was just like. Let Neil do his strength, just make up some weird stuff. And then he told the uh, uh, the director of photography and just film it. Just film whatever he's doing and we'll put it in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I just made up some bullshit. Hopefully it makes it in the movie. And uh, he was like, when this comes out, there's going to be two groups of people. There's going to be people said, why is this character so much in the movie? And then there's going to be people said, this is... Uh, this is the greatest character ever. So they're gonna be like, make the next one lift backwards, <laughs> right? It's just like the, the whole character, <laughs> right? That's the whole, the whole movie. Uh-huh. Just backwards, Bob. Then you'll be like the new Ernest in a way, <laughs> right? Yeah. Backwards, yeah. Bob saves Christmas. Maybe feel good. I had a good time. I've been offered other things. People, people like. Like, uh, you know, they're like, I don't know. I mean, they're being nice, but they were just like, I'm not just telling you this. I see a lot of, you know, they work on these movies, see a lot of bullshit. And it's like, you have it. You should, you should move out here and, and the, and pursue acting. But I don't know. I don't know. It's a long way to go. I'm 40, 
Almost 44 years old, Incher. 44. Well, I'm getting close to the 40s. Really? What are you, what are you like, 32? No, 39. Really? I'm 39. No, that's not true. That's true. Really? I honestly was kidding with the, th- I honestly thought you were 35. No, I'm 39. 39? What the fuck, Incher? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that happened is, on the 4th. It is weird. Don't you find, this is what I found over the years, that people you know online are always the same age in your mind. <laughs> like, I, if I think of Barbie, I think, oh, yeah, he's like tw- he's like 18 or something. He's probably like 30 years old now. I'd say he's like 34, probably. Yeah, Jason Mitten, in my mind, is always 35. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Julia, like sometimes she'll, you know, send me suggestive messages. And in my mind, it's like, oh, this is weird. Cause she's like, you know, 14, but she's like probably 25 years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just everyone, everyone in my mind is always the same age as when I first met them online. They, they don't age. Yeah. And also, someone's picture online is not them. That's just that's just who I how I picture them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do get like a locked perspective of what somebody looks like just based yeah. off of their photo, and then they post the real photo, and I'm like, that's not them. Nice. And it takes me forever to like to like uh, you know remove the old photo and put the new photo in with that. You know, exactly. It's it's weird and true. It is. Right, but I also want to say happy birthday, Incher. Oh, well, thank you, Jack. Thank happy you. birthday, brother, Incher. I'm not even caught. You're not just a friend. You're not just mm-hmm. a colleague. You're my brother, Incher. Oh, well, thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you, I brother. value our friendship. Brother I Jack. value our partnership here. Mm-hmm. We've been through the ups and the downs. And, uh, forever. You have forever changed my life. Through the through in your head and just knowing you, it's become a big part of my adult life. Oh, excellent! Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Maybe it. I don't say it enough, but uh, but I appreciate you, Lynch man. And I hope you had a I hope you had a wonderful birthday. Well, I had to work, <laughs> but we did celebrate it the day afterwards. And mm, no. It was it was nice. Yeah. It was very nice. Yeah, it was a birthday on set. And so we, we, uh, they made a cake in secret, a vegan cake, which actually was very good. Mm-hmm. Good oh, time. Excellent. <sighs> so would you, if you could take the vegan cake or just a regular cake? Honestly, I didn't see any difference. No difference. I think the only difference is instead of eggs, they use well, they did do different things. They, someone also made a vegan pumpkin bread, and that they used applesauce instead of the eggs, which tasted great. Mm-hmm. And um, on the cake, instead, I forget what they. How they do you measure out applesauce uh, compared to eggs? Like, I'm sure there's just a way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you could probably look Google it. That's a thing with Google. Insure. I think Google has killed the need for cookbooks. Like. Besides just having a cookbook look cool, like, you know, on your bookshelf, mm-hmm. there's no reason to buy a book uh, to buy cookbooks. You could just Google. I mean, I do it all the time. 
Like, well, how the hell am I going to make eggplant parm? And Aaron made it. Bam, look it up. Look up several different ways. Pick which one I like. I looked up how to make uh, chicken wings in my air fryer. Mm -hmm. It's very easy. There you go. I'm proud of you. Try and eat a healthier incher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Air fried chicken wings. They're pretty good, really. Mm-hmm. They were like... That first is good. Do you yeah. put like a little bit of oil in, I believe? Not I just like used lot. like a little bit of Pam, honestly. The, the Pam spray. Yeah. Just use some of that. No, I didn't really go too crazy with it, so... Weeble says... I think you can use olive oil, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I think you're you you need like a little bit of fat, basically, you know, either, mm-hmm. but not like you know low like, you know, like a quarter of fat like you would normally. Uh, Weeble says uh, Jack thinks we're all young and tight, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's become like reality for me. I don't know. <laughs> <Still man. laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, where the hell were we? Mm. We did biggest bomb, right? And we did biggest news event. Oh, here we go. Underrated. What's who's the most underrated? Mm. Most underrated of 2019. I'd have to say Eli Drake because he's in NWA. Mm. Which is just, uh, just insane to me. Cannot understand that one. Mm-hmm. By the way, if I just saw this, Al- Alfredo Oob says pickles at three thirty in the morning when he pregnant. When I was in Chicago, Chitown Matt would come to my hotel and he's just like, this whole plate, this whole room smells like pickles. And he just walk around. And he's like, no one, no normal person eats like this. I'd add like pickles and melon balls and like plant based protein powder, but. And uh, cases of like seltzer water, but it's all stuff I like, and uh, and, and relatively healthy. But anyway, I do like pickles, though. I like pickles. Eli Drake, that's a good choice, isn't sure. Mm-hmm. And he's number here. He's number three here with twelve percent of the votes. Oh my goodness! Humberto Carrillo is number two with sixteen percent of the votes. I'm kind of surprised by that. I don't really care for this man. I mean, and he is kind of pushed fairly well in the show. Yeah, for just some nobody. I mean, he kind of came up from nowhere. I'd have never heard of him before. Mm -hmm. And then there he is. Uh, Number one intro. I was also surprised by this, but I can't argue with it. I think it's a good choice by the Hediverse. Bravo, Hediverse. Buddy Murphy, 27% of the votes. Most underrated wrestler. Mm. Buddy Murphy. Good pick. Good pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Overrated. The most overrated. Hmm. There's quite mm-hmm. a few of them. Most overrated wrestler. Uh, I'm going to say. Seth Rollins. Yeah, he is getting pretty, like, eh. And he's not bad or anything. I think the problem in WWE, it's just you see these guys so much. And most of them, like, he might turn bad or good, but he basically never changes. Same thing with Randy Orton. You know, they just never change. And it's not really that neither of them are bad. It's just you see them so much and you get tired of them. 
Uh, it's just WWE's ability to make everybody just so bland and unlikable. I mean, they almost become the same character once they come up to like the the the, the main stage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they almost do the same thing, and it's all because of the writing. I would say. Yeah, I think that's a problem with writers in general because if. You, if the same person or same group of people are writing every show, every character, th- they would probably tend to just keep writing the same thing. Yeah. As opposed to when people had more leeway with their own character, you know, it would be more of them. And then you'd have a lot of variety. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. basically all the heels and good guys just do the same stuff. There's yeah. even a lot of just angles and stuff. They're just recycled over and over. All, I mean, all the women, all the all the feuds are always like around like their best friends, and then they then they're not friends anymore, and then they fight. It's just the same thing over and over and over. Weeble wants to know: Is there a limit on the wings in the air fryer? I presume, mm, or just how many you can eat? Um, I'm not sure if it's how many I can eat or in the air fryer, but if he wants to know, I think you can fit about eight in my particular air fryer, mm-hmm. but like. I think if you would start stacking them, they might kind of taste funny. Like, like they want to, they want to get. Co- I'm gonna have to try more and see what it, how it comes out. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm gonna say eight for now. Do you have a limit how many you can just eat? Oh, I could probably get up to probably around twenty. Really. Yeah, like remember you didn't just... eat, you used to order like a hundred like after the show sometimes. Yeah, but me and my brother would eat them. So oh, I see. yeah, that was like a share kind of thing. Yeah, that'd still be fifty. Yeah, I don't think I got around fifty. I think I could get around. I don't know if I got a hundred. I think it was like a bucket of fifty. I think mm-hmm. I think that's what BW threes would do. Yeah, but what's that? Uh, Buffalo. Oh, Wild Buffalo Wings. Wild Wings. Yeah. I saw a thing today. I don't know if it's Buffalo Wild Wings or if they just stole their uh, their deal pretty much. Was um, uh, what the hell was it called? It was Alaska Wild Wings. And what it was, it was made out of like um, um, Alaskan Pollock fish. So it was like fake chicken wings, but they're made out of fish. Oh. It's kind of interesting, though. Is there like a bone and everything? No, no bones. They're the bones. Oh. Uh, probably be pretty good, though. Yeah, I might try them sometime. All right. So, most overrated. Number three, Kenny Omega with 6%. Uh, I think, to me, I mean, it's not very many, but I think some of that is probably people who heard about Kenny Omega and then his booking on AEW where they haven't really pushed those guys as mm-hmm. far as you would think but i think they're gonna i think they've actually listened to some criticism and are changing that yeah they need Which to is- put those guys over and stop having them sell for i mean because they're just not established names in the u.s mm-hmm. and they need to be mm-hmm. number two ten percent sheamus okay well, i can't disagree with that but he really hasn't been around this year yeah, he just came back. Uh, yeah. And 37% vote. Number one, Seth Rollins. Best promo intro. Who's the best talker in all the land? This year, I'd have to say Chris Jericho. I agree. 
he's been the man. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of guys on on AEW. Not everyone in in, in AEW is a good talker, but there are a lot of good talkers in AEW. Jericho's great. MJF is really good. Mm-hmm. Cody's great. Definitely. Yeah, he's he did that. Cut some of the most rememberable uh, promos this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, number three is John Moxley with ten percent. Number two, MJF with sixteen percent, and uh, number one with fifty-two percent of the vote. Incher, Chris Jericho. Bam. Excellent. Who's the best heel? Who's the best bad guy in all the wrestling? Hmm. I'm going to go with Jericho. Mm-hmm. He's just, uh, it's either him or MJF. MJF probably gets more booze, but both of them are tremendous bad guys. In my I opinion. think MJF goes for like being like just truly like disliked. Mm-hmm. His turn on Cody was one of the most, you know, uh, the one of the best heel turns. Like mm-hmm. people genuinely got mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he does some stuff outside where he won't take pictures of fans and stuff. And if they do actually pay like the price that he he normally kind of, you know, just mails it in. So he's trying to keep it kayfabe in a way. Yeah. And he could just really be an asshole. Could be. I uh, Mr. Young Mr. Mitten sent me a MJF uh, scarf for Christmas. Hmm. Sent me a MJ MJF scarf and a uh, Uncle Tony's waffles and tire irons T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, which is pretty sweet. I do. I, well, I do wonder when I start wearing around town, like what mm-hmm. people will think. They're probably just thinking it's like an actual place somewhere in Kentucky. He sent me a Young Bucks T-shirt. Definitely uh, excited to be wearing that one. They're, they're like yeah, in the form of like an 8-bit game. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Also sent me a uh, a wrestler, and he said it was a JYD figure. I was there when, when, when this was bought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's various notes written on the JYD figure. And, and uh... I believe there was uh, claims that were not uh, presented by the actual manufacturer of this uh, mm. figure. Is it anatomically correct? That's what it said. That's what it said. Did you look? No, it's still in the package. Mm. Oh, <laughs> the package is still in the package. <laughs> yes. Have you ever checked out like the packages on action figures to see like like if they add like if they do like with the JYD figures like they add a little extra plastic down there? I mean, I think everybody does that if they have like actual clothing on, like clothes you can move. You know, I mean, who who hasn't done that? Have you ever been surprised and looked and there's just like this dong there? No, normally there's always just <laughs> it's just like a. a uh, a smooth mound. Now, see, if I made toys, I would do that. I'd just, like, I wouldn't bring attention to it. They'd be fully clothed with, like, cloth clothes. But you just put, like, the cock and balls in there for the people who happen to look. And they're like, holy shit, look at that. <laughs> they actually have it. That'd be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You put, like, a butthole. 
put a little bit, a bit of brown around it. <laughs> like maybe you didn't wipe very well. Oh, yeah. 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 Like you should have. You should have been a buncher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the best heel number three is the fiend with ten percent. Yes. Number two, MJF with fifteen percent, and fifty percent of the vote enter Chris Jericho. He's running away with it this year. Mm-hmm. Getting all the headies. Best baby face. Who's the best good guy in all the land? Enter. No, uh, I would say Cody. I agree 100%. I think he's one of the few great baby faces in wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number three is Rey Mysterio with 5%. Two, Roman Reigns with 12%. And number one with 56% intro. That's huge. Cody Rhodes. 56%. Mm-hmm. I hate that dude. Who's your least favorite person in wrestling? Doesn't matter why. You just can't stand them. Mm, least favorite person in wrestling. Just cannot stand them. And I've got Baron Corbin's pretty high on my list. Yeah. Um, he's got, I'll be honest, he's gotten better in the ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm going to say guy. Becky Lynch. <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty annoying. I just can't stand her anymore. I, I it's, it's like she used to have some substance to her character, but now she just comes out and it's like, I hate this lady. Number three, Bobby Lashley with 10%. Mm-hmm. Two, Baron Corbin with 16%. And the most hated person in all of wrestling intro with 24% of the vote, Lana. Hmm. Okay. I know she has fallen. I love that guy. Who's your personal favorite? Johnny Swinger. <laughs> really? I can't help it. He comes out on Impact Television. I'm like, I fucking love this guy. It's like, why isn't he bigger? Well, he comes out. And he's just doing his corny jokes and stuff, and. I can't help it. I love Johnny Swinger. Damn. I'd have to go with uh, either Moxley or Jericho. Probably the guys. That... <laughs> well, they're good, too. But yeah, they no, they are Swinger? no Johnny Swinger, I guess. Yeah. Number three is John Moxley, 12% of the vote. Excellent. Number two is Orange Cassidy with 18% of the vote. <laughs> I, I Okay, I'll admit that I, I'm amazed how much I do like him. I agree. And it's just like, but like they keep it short and sweet. Yeah. And yeah, so I can't like, take him as my favorite guy in all of yeah. wrestling, but, but his, his, his bits do really uh, entertain me when they let us cut and he, whatever he's doing, like when he was in the bathroom, that just, yeah. I love just it. standing there. Yeah. <laughs> 22% of the vote. This one kind of surprised me. Uh, the, the most loved guy in wrestling by the heady verse, Brock Lesnar. Okay. Cool. And I won't even disagree. I mean, I'm a, I don't know. I, I like Lesnar, but he, I'm starting to get tired of it. Mm-hmm. It's he, that's the same thing doesn't... over and over. He gets, they build up to him getting beat. Then it's like, Oh, he's been vanquished. Then he just wins the belt again and then acts like he's unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And Paul not, always talks for him. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not really big on this whole Royal Rumble idea. Like, why yeah, would man, he willingly? Right? Yeah, why would he willingly defend his belt at the Royal Rumble at number one too? Mm-hmm. Seems kind of stupid. Yeah, I kind of like it when it would set up for like who's going to be facing the champion at WrestleMania, but now he's going to be actually in it. Yeah, it does make me wonder who will go for the title then at Rumble at the WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Wonder See, how they pick that. Roman Reigns announced that he's going to be in the Rumble on SmackDown. So, just like, so you know it'll be Brock and Roman Reigns in there. But it's like, so he loses the Royal Rumble. Like, whoever wins it gets his belt. Yeah. Unless he just wins. Yeah. And then, then what happens? He I faces himself at WrestleMania. <laughs> If you if you just come in at number one willingly and just beat everybody and win, it's like how can anyone really be booked against them like in a believable way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they just gave him the Sid Vicious idea. Didn't Sid come <laughs> up with this idea? Yeah, I think it was his idea. It's kind of what I was thinking. Damn, stealing Sid's idea. Worst wrestler entry. Who's the worst? The dirt worst wrestler. Hmm. I used to think Baron Corbin, but I do think he's actually had some some decent matches. I just don't like him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's really the worst wrestler anymore. The, you know, Ken Shamrock is really... I mean, I know he's an old dude and everything, but like I remember him being better. He doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go with Ken Shamrock for this year. Right. Number three is No Way Jose. Okay, okay. He is pretty shit. He's pretty annoying, too. I think I would want him just to go away. Yeah. When you're the second-rate Adam Rose, like, that doesn't really say a lot. Mm-hmm. What happened to Adam Rose? He's, like, huge now. I know, and then I saw people like, oh, good for him. He's healthier now. And no, I mean, maybe he's off drugs, and that's great and everything, but just gaining, like, 100 pounds ain't healthy for you, though, either, especially when mm-hmm. you're, like, 45. Uh, I think so. Uh, number two with 12% of the vote, Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the worst wrestler of the year with 32% of the vote, Baron Corbin. Bam. Most improved wrestler injury. Who's, uh, who's better this year than they've been in previous years? I'm going to say Chris Jericho. <laughs> Even pick. though he's pretty awesome in WWE, I'd say he's better in AEW. Mm-hmm. That's true. In a way, I would like to go with uh, the, the chairman there. Because I, I used to think nothing of this guy. And he's not necessarily my favorite, but I do think he's improved a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with Tully, you know, with Tully Blanchard in his uh, corner. Yeah. Three, Kofi Kingston. 12% of the vote. Two, Cody Rhodes with 18%. And the most approved wrestler of the year with 25% of the vote, John Moxley. Well, that's a good call, too, because I remember you not being a big fan of Moxley matches in WWE, and I, I think yeah. you you would agree that they're much better now. Yeah, yeah. I like them better in AEW. Rookie of the year, who's the best newcomer? And I added not technically a new a rookie like that they've never wrestled before, but you you know, new to television. Mm. 
Hmm. My pick is becoming one of my favorite guys in AEW, and that's uh, Darby Allen. I really like him. I think he has a lot of charisma. I like his matches. I like his character. I like his vignettes. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I really enjoy the overall package. Yeah, yeah. Definitely enjoy uh, Darby Allen. Uh, best newcomer. I'm thinking somebody in AEW, but I can't think. I don't know. Darby Allen is a good pick, so I'll go with that as well. Number three is MJF with 10%. Mm-hmm. Two, Jungle Boy with 15%. I like Jungle Boy as well. Uh, and number one, I, I before we go on, I do agree with Jim Ross and stuff. I think uh, calling him like Jungle uh, Jack uh, is a better name than just Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy isn't a great name if you're going to push a guy. It's like a singles wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Number two, I mean, number one, with 31% of the vote, we just said him, Darby Allen. So it's uh, very happy to see that uh, other people in the Hediverse agreed. Mm-hmm. Who's the best non-wrestler interest? Uh, like a manager, valet? Best non-wrestler. I went with a commentator just because I think uh, I really enjoy hearing him, and that's uh, Tony Schiavone. That's a good pick. If I hadn't a thought of what I thought of, I probably would have picked Tony Schiavone. But you came up with it first, and you can have it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say Jim Mitchell. That's a good one, too. I, I don't see impact, but I've always been a big Jim mm-hmm. Mitchell fan. His segments are always pretty good. So he, I think he makes the segments, really. But he's doing stuff with... Uh, with uh, 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 Kim Young, or what's her name? Uh, the, the Undead Bride Lady. She's like normal now, but she doesn't realize where she's at. And she has like amnesia. She's kind of doing like the Carnival of Souls thing. Mm. And uh, Jim Mitchell's kind of like guiding her along. Sue Young, that's her name. I can't remember. I can't believe I forgot that. But, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy him in that role. He's just always—he just does it so well, and he's always great. I don't—I don't know why he's not in like WWE, but I do enjoy him on Impact. Where the hell am I? Oh, that's uh, yeah. non-wrestler. Number three is Tully Blanchard with ten percent of the vote. Oh, I'm definitely glad, to, glad see to see him back. Yeah, and I'm—I'm I'm glad to see Aaron with uh, with Cody. I think that's that's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I really thought that was. They did that really well because I normally don't like a uh, babyface manager, but he actually led to Cody winning and didn't cheat either. He just like co- he actually coached him from the side. He like you know told him to look out for this move and and he won. I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. I never actually yeah. seen that before, uh, and it's says simple and it worked. Uh, Zelina Vega, number two, with fifteen percent, mm-hmm. and number one. I normally agree with this, but. I've grown a little tired of him. I can't say he's bad at all, but uh, Paul Heyman, uh, non-wrestler of the year with 32% of the vote. It's just the same old, same old with him. I mean, he he's always good. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's just, it's just we've seen it so much anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he could really do to change it up, but him on Raw, like uh, being like side by side with Jerry Lawler, you think Jerry Lawler still just hates his guts? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, that big shitty grin. Where did that ever come from, shitting grin? Because you wouldn't think you'd be grinning if you were just shooting shit. 
Yeah, I don't think I would. Yeah. That, that, actually, I know I wouldn't. I'm thinking that. <clears throat> there is no thinking to that. Commentator of the year, Andrew. Who's the best commentator in all the wrestling? Mm, I'm going to say Tony Schiavone. <laughs> I agree 100%. Hey, I figured I'd take your answer on that one. But I love that he's back. Mm-hmm. And I think he does a great job. I will say, I, th- I mean, come on, man. Stop with all that, like, that other stuff. I yeah, mean, just, your minor league baseball. Uh, we had to stomach Taz last week because of that minor league stuff. Come on. Just do the wrestling. I agree. I also think it makes him look kind of bad. He's like, he's off doing some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You want to think if he's, like, commentating the Super Bowl or something, but it's not. Yeah. Number three, Jim Cornette with 10%. Okay, okay. Well, he's not doing that no more. (laughs) No. Number two with 15% of the vote, Jim Ross. And it is bullshit that uh, he's not doing what, you know, the commentary anymore. I mean, it should have been edited out in post-production. I mean, they should have caught that. There's There's no excuse for that. I don't think it's his fault. It's his fault he said it, but uh, but I agree that if they had a problem with it, it should have been edited out. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but number one with fifty five percent of the vote, Tony Schiavone. Bam. Jim Ross is good. I do think he gets a little annoyed by like what he's calling sometimes, but I do enjoy. I enjoy. I think he adds a lot. I like him with Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he adds a lot of drama to the big stuff. I do think he gets a little uh, jumbled sometimes, which can be distracting. Or for you're not, you know, he forgets who's who. Like uh, mm-hmm. every time Blade and uh, Blade and Butcher's out there, he's calling him by the wrong name. Yeah, he was like, I should remember it. It's on the back yeah. of his tights. But uh, overall, I'm glad he's here, though. Mm-hmm. Big show of the year, not the big show of the year, but what's the best like pay per view or special event? Hmm. Hmm. I went with full gear because I was there. Oh, that's what I was about to say. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say full gear just because you know AEW is one of the first pay per views as like you know on television company. So. Yeah, I thought it was, good. It was a really good show too. Uh, number three was All Out with 15%. Two, Double or Nothing with 20%. And number one with 26%, Full Gear, AEW Sweeps. Man, not even a WWE show in the, in the mix. Nope. Mm. I'll say, though, uh, Impact Wrestling had some really good uh, events that I, I think a lot of people missed. Like some of their pay-per-views I thought was really good. Like that one that was streamed on uh, the cell phone? Yeah, especially the one that was streamed on the cell How could you miss that one? <laughs> no, I thought they were act- like the actual pay-per-views where they had the production team in and they, they recorded the show and, you know, and, and broadcast it live. I thought that was really great. Mm-hmm. Man. I a- mm-hmm. Yeah. Match of the year intro. What was your favorite match of the entire year? Favorite match of the entire year. You're like, hot damn. 
God, that was a fine match right there. A little bit too much blood, but I'd say Cody Rhodes versus Dustin. Dustin Rhodes, or are we allowed to call him Cody? What? 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 Yeah, Cody versus Dustin. Yeah, that was my. That's my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they bleed. The hell. There's a lot of blood in that match, but it was emotional. I say, I say, open a vein for my. Uh, just enjoyment. have a geyser right in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it was an excellent match. Number three, NXT Women's War Games. Twelve percent of the votes. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. Number two, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega at Full Gear. Thirty percent of the votes. Mm-hmm. In the number one match of the year. Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. Damn. I will say you brought up the uh, the, the the Survivor Series uh, or no the, the the War Games women's match. That Bianca Belair, like somebody's got to cut off that ponytail at some point, don't they? Mm. Or I'm, maybe tie her to like the ring post. Yeah, do something like, or I, I think like somebody's got to like cut it off because she, like she's so happy about her ponytail. Mm-hmm. She's she's using it as a weapon. I mean, it only makes sense that somebody would come along and cut it off. You can bring her into the the collective there in AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's true, <laughs> but that's only if she jumps ship, you know. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Who's the best in-ring performer? Best in-ring performer. You watch your matches and you're just like, yippin' it now! I really think Cody Rhodes, because I think all my favorite matches this year, a lot of them, uh, a lot of them had Cody Rhodes in them. Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. necessarily like you know big moves and stuff, but he adds, he knows how to do a dramatic match that I like to watch. I would agree with that. I'd, I'd probably say though. I'm going to say Ray Phoenix. I think Ray uh-huh. Phoenix has had some great matches mm-hmm. throughout the boy. year. One of your boys. Yeah. Number him and Rich Swan, they had a great match in Impact. And yeah, Ray Phoenix. Number three is Adam Cole, 12% of the votes. Two is John Moxley with 17%. And performer of the year, Chris Jericho with 23% of the votes. Damn. Can't disagree. All good picks. All good picks. Definitely people I enjoy. Tag team of the year, Incher. Who's the best tag team in the year? I know who your picks are. Do you? Mm-hmm. Was it the Lucha Brothers? It is the Lucha Boys. Lucha Bros. I'm big on the Lucha Bros. Uh, I'm big on the Young Bucks, too. But uh, I think think the the Lucha Brothers are edging them out. Mm -hmm. They were good this year. I might have to go with them myself. Mm -hmm. Three, the Undisputed Era. 12%. Two, sorry, SCU with 18% of the votes. Mm Mm-hmm. Frankie Kazarian, tag team champion. There you go, your boy. <laughs> it's not like I want him as a tag team champion, but I will put him over that just to just to help my point <laughs> from before. But, it's like I don't even like him as tag team champion. 
I like him. And 48% of the votes, number one, the Lucha Bros. Yes, yes. Love I, I have a Lucha Brothers t-shirt. Are you jealous? Oh, did you get it from the pro wrestling crates? I did. Bam. Yeah, I guess you're more of a fan than me now. Yeah. Poser over here. <laughs> Jack. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to right the wrong of not being a Star Trek poser. <laughs> oh. Because I traded off two of my pinball machines for Star Trek, the next generation pinball machine. Really? I didn't even know you like Star Trek. I don't. <laughs> I just hear the machine's good, but I got to fix it first. Before oh, you did? Oh, man. So you, t- you traded two working machines yeah. for a broken machine that you never played? <laughs> And that wasn't the intention. That was uh, the intention was that it was working, but once we got it down in my basement, it it it, it wasn't working. But I traded like my best buddy for the machine. I traded Sorcerer and Taxi for and those, like there's like budget ones or something. Not they're good games. They're actually like Sorcerer really hurt for me to let go of, but it was like. It was like uh, I, he wanted them, and I was like, I, I, I wanted something new, and I had, I was out of room. I, I can't, mm-hmm. I, can't, I don't have any more room for any more machines. So I thought, what the hell? Let's just do it. I'm not. You should, them. you should build like a dungeon. Yeah, and not fill it with like torture devices, but oh. like have like an arcade dungeon. Oh, like, I see. I just see. dig a big hole. And we can have one room for the torture devices and one room for like, for like the arcade, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I am watching the Next Generation. I've started it on the Netflix, and Mm. I have. I'm on like episode six, I think. Hmm. I I learned what the Laguinis were. Like, (laughs) I'm a big. So, did you ever watch the original series? I, I'm a little familiar with the original series, but um, I, I, I never like uh, you know watched them like all the time. But I, I know about it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the original series and uh, Next Gen. I'm not a fan of uh, Deep Space Nine. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna get through the Next Generation, and then I'll probably I might check out the original, but yeah, I don't think great. I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna venture much further than that. I, I, I would like to know when would be like a good time to watch the movies like throughout the series of the next generation, like the next generation movies. Oh, well, I, I would finish the uh, finish the whole series. And then Just watch finish the, the whole series and then watch the movies. Yeah. yeah. OK. OK. But I, the reason I said that, because I'm, I'm now a Lucha Bros poser. I, I wanted to pull you out. I don't want to be a Star Trek mm, mm. by having the machine and not being familiar with the characters. Right. right. What so. if you watch a show and you hate it? Like I, I'm enjoying it. All right. It's so it's all right. So so far, I, I'm learning the characters, and you know. What uh, if you play the game and you don't like it? Now that'll be a problem, but. <laughs> It's made by one of the best uh, pinball uh, designers, or you know, well, one of the pe- best designers out there, Steve Ritchie. Which okay. he he, and it's known as one of his best machines. So I think I think it's a sm- slim chance that I won't like it. So, but I All think right. I'll 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 definitely like it. All but, right, so. 
I'm not that familiar with it because I haven't had uh, I haven't had the chance to play it, but I have an issue with one of the um, optical lasers that's in it, and I have to figure out how to get it to stop registering while the other one. Like it registers two lasers at once when it shouldn't be doing that. But I think I found it today. But anyways, all that from just be calling me a Lucha Bros poser. <laughs> I just want to enlighten everybody. I am watching the next generation. So, Captain Jean Luc Picard. He another bald man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A bald man who's in control. I liked seeing that. And uh, and then uh, uh, Riker, uh, the first Lieutenant Riker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Jordy, the the dude mm-hmm. with the visor, Lavar Burton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Worf, Peter of course. Abel. Everybody knows Worf. Mm, data. Mm, data, of course. Uh, but what's the uh, oh Yar Lieutenant Yar? Yeah, I don't remember. She's I know the blonde that's like got the bowl cut. Yeah, yeah. Then she, she. she I don't want to spoil the show, but that's the one that goes to leaves the show to do Pet Cemetery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I forget the one who has like the the brain implants that can like kind of like feel people's thoughts or something. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name. It's because you hate women. No, I remember Yar. And then there's a, a, a Will's mom. Uh, oh, I forget her name. I don't think you even made it. You didn't even mention Will, did you? I just mentioned him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Crusher, is that it? You jerking it to any of the, uh, <laughs> the characters? <laughs> oh, no, no. You're no, like, no. oh, look at Beverly Crusher. Oh. Oh yeah, data. I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Brent Spiner's a good-looking man. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not a fan of Will Wheaton on the show. You don't like him on the show? I just watched the one where, like, the the traveler guy. He's like, they make the ship go really fast, and they go like way far off into like light years away and then they got to figure out how to get back and he tells him about will being like you know like he he's really apt to mm-hmm. you know tune in engines or whatever mm-hmm. and then like he kind of adds him to the bridge picard adds adds him to the bridge right. you know which one i'm talking about the I, guy like he like he like phases out as he's like i don't know but that's the one that I just it's been watched. many years since I watched it. Oh, okay. Did you watch it while it was on TV? No, it's actually the first show that I uh, binge watched the whole thing of. Oh, on like Netflix. Uh, yeah, boy, I, I watched a couple on Netflix. And I liked it, then I end up buying the DVDs fairly cheap on the eBay. Okay, and I watched the whole thing, and then I liked it so well. Then I went and bought. Deep Space Nine, I was like, well, I'll probably like this, too. And then I watched, like, the first season and hated it, and, uh, and I never watched the rest of them. Was that the one with, uh, with uh, the MacGyver dude, or? Mm, or I don't know. MacGyver. No, not MacGyver. Um, uh, Black, uh, Backy, Blackie, what, what's his name? 
<laughs> the, the black guy? No, not the it's some black. Uh, what's oh, his name? I don't um, mean no, no, Bacula. Bacula. Or... Yeah, that was a long time after that. Oh, that's not Deep Space Nine. No, Deep Space Nine takes place on one like it's like a hotel in the outer space kind of. Which one was the Rock? A uh, uh, clean. That one? was the who? What? The Rock was a Klingon in one of them. I remember seeing them like show like. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably one of the later ones. I would assume. Yeah, I think I think it was, and like it was like one of the Rock's first acting gigs because it was before the Scorpion King. He just had like a guest appearance as like a Klingon. Oh. Yeah, but he had the whole the, all the ripples in his head and all that. He was like fighting somebody or something. So it was probably a pretty small role. All right. Female wrestler of the year incher. Who's the best woman in all the wrestling? This one's probably the easiest one for me to answer, and that is Tessa Blanchard. Man, you really got a hard on for her. Like in mm. wrestling. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do like Tessa Blanchard. She's mm-hmm. probably my favorite women's wrestler overall. I think everything she does is really crisp and just it is. She's just very, very good at India, in the ring. India, in the ring. Oh, I think that she's very good in India. No, no, no. Did you hear that, uh, Prince Tessa Blanchard? You seen any of her matches? <laughs> oh, it's in it out here. Oh no, he's mad now. I think that was a mad response. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, he's like praying or something. Mm. Number three is Charlotte with 16% of the votes. Charlotte. Number two, Becky Lynch with 21% of the votes. Female wrestler of the year incher is, is your, is your lady with 32% of the votes. Tessa Blanchard. Thank you. Hetty verse. Thank you. They made my ways because mm-hmm. I do think she is the best female wrestler today. Period. If, who's the best male wrestler in true? Mm. Gosh, it just, it just feels so wrong saying it. Cause it's like an old grizzled veteran, but I'm going to say Chris Jericho. I agree. Number three with ten percent of the votes, Will Osprey. Okay, okay. Number I'm not keeping up with him since he's only in the New Japan. But. I, yeah, me neither. Number two with twenty percent of the votes, John Moxley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the wrestler of the year in the 2020 Headies, representing the best of 2019 with sixty percent of the votes, Chris Jericho. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Excellent times. That's a pretty amazing. All right. We got some personal awards here. People just make stuff up. I don't know who who wrote these because uh, Google uh, Docs did not re- record that. But the hottest woman in wrestling award goes to Scarlett Boudreau. Okay. Best podcast ever in your head. Bam. That's good. I like that. Best women's match, Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai at NXT TakeOver Toronto. Mm-hmm. The Positivity Plus Award, We Miss You, goes to Jimmy Jam. Oh, for sure. 
wrestler to go wrestler go to career move of the year leave wwe and claim personal freedom go to wwe and claim to have joined the big leagues Good. Is that CM Punk? I don't know. It's just, that's just that, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Best pot wrestling podcast in your head. No, I, I, that's 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 a that's a perfect award right there. What the fuck did I watch award goes to Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The biggest nonce of the year. I guess that must be an English term. Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Best Richard Jewell lookalike goes to One Inch Biceps. I think I know who wrote that one. <laughs> the the bitch of the year award goes to One Inch Biceps. Did you write that one? No, I did not. Jimmy Jam Caller of the Year award goes to Stephen from Butler. And the Get Out of WWE award goes to EC3. Excellent. All right. Now we are at the In Your Head specific awards, Incher. Here we go, Incher. Let me roll on down here. Moment of the year, Incher. Mm hmm. With 10% of the votes, Incher gets angry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's just Incher getting angry <laughs> With 20% of the votes Night of a thousand questions <laughs> That's the one my internet went out Wasn't it <laughs> That's the one we just Yeah at the very end And the moment of the year With 30% of the inch, 30% of the interest 30% of the votes Incher thinking He can whoop everyone's ass Mm-hmm. It's a moment of the year, Inch Man. No, I don't think. I know. See? Everyone. Every single person <laughs> in the world. <laughs> There's a shorter list. Did I ever make that head. claim? I can beat up everyone? <laughs> I don't recall doing that. <laughs> it's just it's Hedy vs. Legend, man. <laughs> now this is this is the, your very own Mandela effect. I mean, I did not claim I can beat up everyone. I love it. I was very selective with the people I could beat up. <laughs> Facebook fan, who's uh, the most uh, the most important member of the Headyverse Facebook group? Intro. Hmm. David Matheny is in number three with 10%. Ah, excellent. Number two with 25% of the vote, The Ultimate Beef. Mm, he had to change his name, didn't he? Yes, unfortunately. Mm. And uh, the Facebook Fan of the Year with 50% of the vote, breaking barriers here. First ever woman to win an award on Saudi Arabian soil, Jujubee. Mm. Congratulations, Juju B. Well deserved. I hope the prince is uh, all right with the fan. The chat room champion incher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 10% of the vote goes to Weeble. Bam. 15% of the vote, Steven in Toronto. 
And the chat champ of the year, 25% of the vote, go, go 13. Bam. Go, go 13. He won it. Took home the heady. Feud of the year. The most heated rivalry in all of the Hediverse interest. Number three with 12% of the vote. OIB versus KFC. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they, they really shouldn't be serving the chicken like that. I mean, it was very it was a very hairy piece of chicken and, and, and that was uncalled for. Uh, 17% of the vote, number two, Jack versus Incher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Think, well, maybe earlier. I think we're fine. Now. Did Did you serve me a hairy piece of chicken? <laughs> I got some hairy meat for you. Oh, my God. Feud <laughs> <laughs> of the year with 37% of the vote. I think this is probably like 10 years in a row, I think. Owl versus the Incher. <laughs> 10 years in a row? <laughs> really? I don't know, but it's going to be a You know, you versus uh, uh, the other guy might have won one of the years. What was his name? <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> the, the cartoon guy. Oh, Batty and Barty. Yeah, Barty. That might have won. I'm yeah. not positive. Worst caller of the year. I kind of hate adding this here, but uh, number three, Tazo the Greek, 18%. Number two, Steven in Toronto, 27%. And the worst call of the year, 37% of the vote. We haven't heard from him in a while. Swax. Mm, Swax. Nickname of the year, insure. Number three with 15% of the vote. This I think it won the last two. We're as close to it. The WV. It's moved down in the poll, but still in the top three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think making its debut on, on here, I'm very happy to see this, a 20% of the vote. Bitch. <laughs> You've been using that one for a while. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the nickname of the year is actually surprised. I didn't think this even caught on with anybody, but it got a lot of votes, 35% of the votes. Jackie Positive. Jackie Positive. I like it. Okay, I'm just, I'm glad that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's usually something derogatory towards the engineer. Mm-hmm, Not this mm-hmm. yeah, good. Baby face of the year. The best good guy of the Hittyverse. Number three with 9% of the votes, Jackie Jones. Jackie Jones. Jack, Jackie Jones. Wish you had best song of the year. <laughs> That's kind of a hard one to do acapella. <laughs> yeah. Number two with uh, 17% of the votes, Juju of the Bees. Bam, Juju of the Bees, number two, number two. And baby face of the year, rest in peace, 38% of the vote, Jimmy Jam. Mm. Rest in peace, Jimmy Jam. We love you, buddy. Heel of the year, number three with 22% of the vote, Tazo the Greek. I think mm-hmm. he just totally lost his mind this year. <laughs> we, we could be dealing with a mentally ill person. And, <laughs> I think so. But we let him call in. and uh, It makes no sense. Oh, my God, does he make no sense. Number two, 27% of the vote. Speaking of the mentally ill, Robbie Scar. Mm-hmm. And heel of the Hediverse with 38% of the vote. Swacks that ass. Swacks. <laughs> I think this is the first time Al Wolf didn't make the uh, the top three. 
No. <laughs> Does that mean he's got up his game? Uh, probably. Caller of the year. The best caller of the year. Number three with 18%, Jobs. Bam. Number two with 27% of the vote. He's calling earlier, but we're doing the heady. Sorry to not take a call. The mighty Lexar. He's mighty, mighty. Letting it all hang out. And I believe he won last year, but the winner this year with 36% of the vote, Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam. MVP, the most valuable member of the Hediverse. Number three, your boy with 18% of the votes. Ow, Ulb. <laughs> My boy. Uh, I was surprised he made. He, was, he had a lot of votes for that. Uh, number two, 27%, Juju of the Bees. The winner, MVP of the Hediverse. 36% of the votes. Jimmy Jam. Bam. Jimmy Jam. Well deserved. Well deserved. In your head episode of the year. Number three with 15% of the votes. The end of an era and the start of a new era. That was the, the that was when we announced that it was season two of In Your Head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A good episode. Yeah. Number two with 20% of the vote. This was a really... Uh, uh, this gets a lot of votes for things. The night of a thousand questions. The questions never ended that night. <laughs> I swear my internet did go out. I, <laughs> I really did tap out on that one. Yeah, I didn't ask for questions tonight because, you know, we were doing the headies. Mm-hmm. Episode of the year with 35% of the votes. Scott Hudson's return. Yeah, Interview of the year. Number three, with 9% of the votes, Hornswoggle. Ah, definitely enjoyed that one. It's good stuff. Number two, with 15%, Baby Doll. Mm-hmm. Baby Doll making a return. And the number one interview of the year, the winner of interview of the year, guest of the year, with 42% of the votes, Scott Hudson. Bam. Very good interview. Congratulations, Scott Hudson. Now, who is going into the Hediverse Hall of Fame? Uh, in your head fan or caller that the deserves to be immortalized. He had 60% of the votes, but he's already in the Hall of Fame. But I think we're going to put him on, pin him in again anyway. The first double Hall of Famer, Jimmy Jam. Jimmy the Jam. Congratulations. The run, should I say mention the runner-up? Should we also put the runner-up in? Let's do it. 20% of the votes. Getting in the Hall of Fame. My young boy, Jason Mitten. Oh, Jason Mitten. Congratulations. All right. And the Hall of Fame. Our first year, we inducted Sid Vicious, Sean Oliver, and George South. Last year... Mario Mancini and New Jack. This year's inductions, Bill Apter and the late Paul Bearer. Excellent. Excellent. Very well deserved. Very deserved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the Headies. I think it's been a great year. I've enjoyed Definitely. this. Definitely. I'm thinking of doing the second Headies this year. 
Because for one reason, Incher. Blood money? <laughs> the blood, the greatest headies of all time. I'm just kidding, Prince. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Jeez, don't stop sharpening that sword over there. <laughs> for one reason, that reason is it's a new decade. And I think we could we should do a special headies, maybe you know, not right now, maybe like next month or so, of the best of the decade. Where people will vote for wrestler of the decade, you know, uh, everything for the decade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that would be fitting. It's 2020, the best of the 2000 teens. I think we should do it. What do you think? Mm, that's, a, that's an intriguing idea. Intriguing. I'll put up. I'll put up the the poll. People can start voting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it won't be for you know for a month or so. Uh, next week, intro will not be here. And then the weekend, and then I'm going to be gone for, for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, these next few months, I will be on the show periodically. I have uh, some movies are being made and things, but uh, I'm still here. And I am, I'll never leave the Hittyverse. He's always here for the Hitties and the Hittyverse. I don't know. I'm trying to write a song on the fly and I'm realizing I got nothing. You're no song, man. I know, I'm not. Sorry, song man. He's probably just shaking his head at me right now. Just like, what is going on here? Terrible, terrible. All right, Inchman. I had a good time. I had fun, my man. The solid year of In Your Head. Mm. Many more to come. Exactly. We've got guests coming on. George South will be returning to the show. Um, there was a lot of people that, uh, want to come on the show. I didn't, I, just because, uh, I haven't been around, we haven't booked them, but, uh, but in the, in the coming weeks or maybe next, you know, whenever I'm free, we're going to start getting some more guests here. Excellent. Excellent. It'll be good time. Do it to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And sure. You ready to get, you ready to hit the trails. Anything else you want to bring up before we, uh. No, I can't. I don't really have anything uh, on the. Uh, hmm. Is there any like news we forgot to discuss? I can't really think of anything. Kevin Nash, he has some freaky looking legs. I know that Matthew Clutter posted that. I would like to say like we were bringing up gifts that like people sent us uh, from the show, and I would like to put over Matthew Clutter. He did send me the uh, uh, Ultimate Nintendo Guide book. That, oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah, I forgot to mention him, and I just wanted to uh, mention him. You know. Mm-hmm. Good man for sending me that. Jason Minton sent me some uh, a nice Christmas gift. And yeah, good man. Good stuff. Yeah. Nobody send me shit. I thought you said Jason Minton sent you some shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> God about that, Vic Schiavone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, a good meal. Yeah, excellent. Chat down, Matt. So I guess I'm going back to Chicago next month too, at some point for the, uh, for the, um, the, the next, uh, AEW pay-per-view. Oh yeah. The revolution. Uh huh. Uh Yeah. It's like right after I get back from something else, it's going to be kind of rough, but you can get it done. You can get it done. 
Alright. Oh, I didn't see this picture here where they got Adam Cole in the shot at an AEW. Oh, event. yeah. Ah, that's a good one, Juju B. Mm-hmm. Deserves it. They showed his wife on an NXT show. She he should be at, on a on a AEW show looking in awe, like, oh my goodness. Should he be fired, didn't she? Should she be fired? Or he should be fired. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Nah, not fired. He just has to be forced to be on an AEW show, sitting in the crowd. That would make things even. So WWE superstar bars have returned officially, finally. I've seen that. I even put in my area code to see if they're around me and that nobody serves them around me. Fucking bitches. Yeah, that, that does suck. Let me try mine. You got one? Oh, you oh, yeah, of you course got, I have a zip got, code. got an SIP code is what you're saying. Jesus. No, not within five miles. Not even within a hundred miles. Jeez. Maybe they just don't know what they're doing yet. Charlotte and Andrade getting engaged. What do you think about that? Oh, good for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably doing a lot of banging. Oh, more than likely. Well, well what is it? Like third time's a charm? Yeah. How many times she been married? This makes three, doesn't it? She's trying to catch up to her dad. I guess so. She is a flare. Mm-hmm. Woo! Woo! Can't quite do that anymore. My voice is getting dark, deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Happens when you get old, and your once your balls drop. I'm getting there. Old and feeble. It's gonna be your new nickname. <laughs> Old and feeble? <laughs> How'd I earn that one? I just teasing you. <laughs> you got any big plans when you turn 40? You gonna like. No. Nothing, nothing. I, uh, I, I thought of. Jeez, 40 years old. I can't believe that. I just thought you were a little bounce. Just yesterday, you are my little bouncing baby boy. I used to bounce on my knee. Mm hmm. 40 years old. You're an old man. Old oh, man. Well, I'll be 40 mm-hmm. next 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 year. When I turned 40, I, I got really sick and was hospitalized. And almost died several times. So I hope you I hope uh, I hope you do better. Oh geez, yeah. That that sounds terrible. That was the year, you know, I had the had all the operations and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't tell you that, I guess. <laughs> No, I, I understand. Boy, that this Lars Sullivan thing though, is just too much. It's just. You think we should do like a? You know, we, we need to do another live, uh, like we did for WrestleMania. What <laughs> <laughs> a Lars Sullivan uh, viewing the whole like I don't know. Ooh, that would be crazy. <laughs> Do you have any videos out there that you you would like be embarrassed like if it, they saw the light today? No, no, nothing, nothing like gay videos. No, <laughs> nothing, nothing that's show, showing like my penis or anything like that. No, no, yeah. there's no videos. Any dick pics like out that. there anywhere? Any dick pics? No. Really? Like um, 
I remember back in the day, my buddy, uh, he filmed me like uh, eating Legos, like doing like stop motion kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like we had, we had like the whole night set, mm-hmm. like where you know, like it was like knights on the horse and all. You remember that Lego set? Yeah. And like I, I would like eat them, and like then I'd like turn my head, and they'd be stuck in my mouth and all that, and and uh, I'd probably even like to see that nowadays because I was a young man, had hair, but. I'd, uh, I I would be embarrassed if that kind of came out, but mm. I think I think it only existed on his uh, VHS collection, so he's probably destroyed all those now. So. I was just googling your name, One Inch Biceps, and I, there's this one picture, and it, it looks like you're checking out my ass. Oh really? I'm gonna post it here in the chat room. I'm not even kidding. It, it, that's what it looks like. I'm sure you are. I mean, you aren't. But. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's see it. In here, okay. Post it in the uh, in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me checking out your ass. That's that's Richard Jewell checking out your ass. Jeez. Isn't that pretty funny though? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you look very happy. Oh, that's Richard Jewell doing that. That's not me. Man, I I did I. I didn't end up seeing the Richard Jewell movie. No, what did you think about it? I didn't see it. I wish I would have. I probably should have saw it instead of Cats, because I only lasted about 10 minutes of Cats. Jeez. That was the shits. Yeah. I want to think that would be a Jackie Jones movie. Kind of just did it, like, to say, hey, I went to see it, but then I couldn't I couldn't make it through it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a free pass. So. Yeah. Fucked. Fucking oh my! I thought I was like uh, like tripping on ketamine or something. Mm. The fuck am I watching? Damn. Eric Bischoff shoots on Richard Joel backstage at Nitro. What? I guess he was backstage or something. Was he working security or something? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know the story. Like, how does Eric like recall like shooting on him? I don't know. Strange. I'm just posting this picture onto the Headyverse. Oh yeah, they definitely need to see Richard Jewell checking you out. Mm-hmm. Did you see Braun Strowman dancing on SmackDown? No. Oh no, I did see that, but I didn't see it on. I saw like someone post the. The uh, Braun Strowman just dead now. I mean, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Why do they want to make everyone goofy? I don't know. Why can't anyone just be like, this guy's a badass? And then it's weird because they always hate comedy. They're like, funny equals no money. Yet they want to make everyone a comedian. Does how does that make any sense? Uh huh. What shirt is that that I'm wearing? I don't recognize that shirt. I think it's got uh, the, uh, I think it's a polo shirt with the without your head patch on it. I think what? I actually made it for you. Was that the without your head patch? Yeah, you probably threw it away. Nah. That, like Jack made this for me, and you just you probably burned it. <laughs> I just don't remember that. Here's a picture. You just like look at. You're just sitting in a car. I get it. I'm sitting in a car. It's on 
car domain. What the? It's on a website called Car Domain. One inch biceps, nineteen seventy seven Chevrolet Caprice. That's my old car. Yeah, you're selling yeah. it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. There's all these pictures of it, and like you just sitting well, there. send me a link so I was jogging my memory. That's probably like really old. I've seen like some of these, but I never saw this particular picture. It's a weird picture. It's just you sitting there, like the back of your head. And I guess you're talking to somebody in the other car, or looking at somebody. Oh yeah, God, that's an old one. Jeez, yeah, cause like my the headliner in my Caprice isn't even there. Jeez, uh, yeah, that was my buddy Andrew. He he was doing like this fake site. I think that's on the car domain, and I'm I'm surprised that that's still up there. And like he would say, like he's adding like these modifications to his S10 truck, and like he was just he was just trolling like the people who were like serious about it. <laughs> and so like he said, like he added a blender to his S10 truck, and like he he like snaked in like the wire and stuff, and like. Mm-hmm. Just, just to be silly, and I think that's why. I think I was kind of like helping him with it or something with my car, and then yeah, man, I don't even have a bald spot there that much. It's a little bit. Jeez, there's I one still have that jacket. Oh really? Yeah. You wear it? I can still put it on. Yeah. My man, I meant do you wear it though? I think I do every now and then. <laughs> just to just to walk outside the house or something. It's in pretty pretty bad shape, but here you are kneeling in front of the car. Let's see. Yeah, that's the one that yeah. I yeah. remember you posted that on the old board. And then someone had like, had like a fire Yeah, the cat like the head was coming out of it. I think we were racing. I think I think he like wanted to like show that he beat me in a race or something. Yeah. Jeez. In the prison suit. I remember that picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one with a shirt says Triumph on it. Triumph. That's the motorcycle. British motorcycle. Hmm. Do you still wear that shirt? I think I still have it. I know. I, I, I don't think I'd... I, I don't know. I'd have to find it first. How about Mr. Fabulous? The Mister Fabulous shirt. Yeah. Oh, see, that was taken at the drunk tank. That was really. Like, that was the old school drunk tank where I used to work. Yeah, mm. that was a Cooter's CD player in front of me there. I see. Yeah. What's Flicker? You're on the Flicker, Flick- I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just uh, like you add photos up there, like uh, any like dirty you- photos. No, there's no dirty photos. It's like. <laughs> It was like it's like for photographers, but I started using it as like a place to like host my photos so I could sell like parts, pinball parts and stuff. I so I probably don't use it for the right reasons. All right. Nothing. Jason mask. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So wear the Jason mask. Not the Jason mitten mask, like Jason Voorhees mask. Yeah, I still have it. It has like a rivet that like digs right into your forehead and it's not very comfortable. So that wasn't a very well made mask. I wasn't always like happy with that one. I have a Jason mask. 
I've got one that's better now, but what's your Jason this? Um, Jason sent it to me. Oh, okay. It's Mr. Mitten. I think it's like a metallic one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Kind of like the cover for Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to wear it headbutt you. Be like, ha! Can you about that? Well, that's not nice. <laughs> Why would you do that? She's so upset. <laughs> Why you want to headbutt me? Bye. Just out of friendship. Oh, just out of friendship, I see. Not hard. So was this picture where uh, was that in Indianapolis? That's the only place I can think of that it would be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what why it's was taken, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure who took it either. I don't look like either of us know. Yeah. Some stalker. Hmm. <laughs> Beats me. But you're just like, yeah, look at that fine ass. You <laughs> <laughs> give me some of that tonight. Oh, goodness gracious. Actually, you I don't think you even stayed in our hotel that night, didn't you? Didn't you stay? That's a night you got a different hotel. Yeah, I had a hotel across the street. Yeah, like I'm not staying with these jerks. <laughs> Well, Troy snored really loud in Atlanta. <laughs> so I was like, I think I'll get my own room. <laughs> Your guys' room was kind of hot that year. Like, it was like really like temperature wise because like the air conditioner was broke. Like, like, who was in it? Mm, yeah. You ever look at my pictures and think, God damn, that guy's hot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have that all the time. <laughs> I'm like wanting to give him my number and then I'm like, oh yeah, he already has my number. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Let's start calling you. But what are you wearing, Nature? <laughs> Alright. I think it's enough you. nonsense now. Yeah, I think we're good. We're almost to one o'clock here, so. Alright. Well, it was a good return. Thank mm-hmm. you for the Prez and Juju B for keeping my seat warm. Mm-hmm. Good people. Good people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like them there, folks. I'll mm-hmm. be in Corpus Christi in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah? Come out and say hello. Cool. A short film will be screening at South Texas Underground Film Festival. I think Van might come out and peruse it. So is he close to Texas now? Yeah, he, he lives in Texas. Yeah, they okay. moved to Texas. I see miles and miles. I seen him in a long Texas. time. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. Probably since that last Charlotte show. Yeah, what did you do to him? I didn't do nothing. Why did he say I'll never see you guys again? I, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, he's like a comedian now and touring around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he's like he's got like an improv group heck yeah it's like fucking big time over here we can say we knew him when mm-hmm. I was like I'm too good to talk to you guys nah he want a big league us find out smack him around a little bit <laughs> you're so violent <laughs> <laughs> wanted to headbutt me with a Jason mask. Now you're wanting to smack Van around. It's all the tea I'm taking. 
Uh, you're on the tee now? Yeah. Beef actually recommended some for me to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should I just start? Oh, I don't know. Unless you really feel like you need it. I'm fucking so manly now. Just blow up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Blow up with manliness. Maybe that's how people spontaneously self-combust. Could be. It's just too much man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, it's sure. I had fun. I had a good time. So what are you doing next week? I'm going to be setting up some stuff. Setting up some stuff. Boy, is that me? Moving pinballs. Oh, I see. I see. You're doing the big trade. Oh, we already did the trade, but I got to help him with his. All right. You're going to tell him, hey, asshole, this doesn't work. <laughs> we gotta switch back. Nah, he's actually helping me with uh, getting it working. But I, you know, it will be fixed. It's nah. just once the machine's in your basement, it's like, oh god, like having to get it back out after you've already right. moved two back up, and it's mm-hmm. like it's staying. I, I would have just pulled out like a sledgehammer and just bashed the ones you traded for. Him. <laughs> now we're now we're even. Now we're even. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a good friend. I can't, I can't do that. But he, he actually got it from somebody that, like, I, I, I kind of like knew where it was, and he wanted to get it, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of my fault in a way. But I just didn't think this dude would be like so dishonest. But he was. Yeah. He said, like, he actually did take a hammer to the coin door to, like, on the switches for whatever reason, which is just idiotic. And then, like, he broke the switches, so we couldn't, like, put it in switch test mode. And, like, Mm -hmm. so we could see, like, if there was any errors with the machine. I don't know why he did that, but whatever. It'll be fixed. It'll be fixed. Star nah. Trek next generation. Are you jealous? Are you are you like I gotta play some Star Trek the next generation? If I would you be mad if I did go over and I just whooped your ass at pinball? <laughs> it would be a little uh that, that that wouldn't be a good time, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time since I played I'd, pinball, so I'd probably. probably just shut the machine off on you. I'd be like, whoops. <laughs> Before you could enter in like your initials. Mm-hmm. What like, if I did I... win and I put my initials in and you, would you just play it constantly trying to get my initials off? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I cannot let this happen. Yeah, I do that with my buddy already. <laughs> <laughs> do you, does anyone have like the high score and you just can't get get them off? Yeah, Scotty did have it on uh on Whirlwind for a long time, but I finally got it off of there. It took me forever though to get it off, and uh, now I got stuff conveniently placed in front of the machine, so he can't like play it. Because <laughs> I'm a poor sport. <laughs> no, I'd let him play it. Man. All right. Well, let's get out of here, boy. All righty. I'll see you sometime in February, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be off gallivanting. 
Mm-hmm. Man's got some movies he's got to make. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Damn, Hollywood. You going to watch these movies? You probably just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I'll watch them. Where are they going to be uh, released? You going to put them uh, on direct to the DVD? Uh, I don't know yet. Do like? No, they'll be uh, most likely a festival scene first. Yeah. And then uh, see where distribution comes from that. Okay, cool. But my short film will probably be online pretty soon. Probably after. Uh, That's the one where awesome. you're uh, the dude. Uh, what's his name? Backwoods Eddie. No, Back no, that, that's, a, that's a feature film. But the short film, the documentary about which I believe you've already seen, Umbilicus oh. Dusadero, that should be online soon. Yeah. Yeah. But it still has a couple festivals. So it's going to be at uh, South Texas Underground Film Festival. Uh, another festival, which is a uh, uh, blank here, and possibly, hopefully, Fingers crossed it's going to play at uh, uh, Boston Underground Film Festival because that's the first festival I attended. It would be very cool if it was there. Plus, it's in my home state. Excellent. We submitted it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a pretty big festival, so, you know, it's not guaranteed. All right, Incher. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thank you all for listening for the whole year of 2019. Mm-hmm. Man, you people had nothing better to do. <laughs> nah. Well, the thing is, there is nothing better to do than to listen to In Your Head. Booyah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Booyah. Bitches. Hola. This is the Wednesday Night Delight Johnny Mundo, and you're listening to In Your Head.
pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Sergeant Slaughter.